The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you're watching on uh, Blaze TV, I'm not weeping. It's a visine that I've dripped all over my face. I just made you cry. Uh, Don't lie to the audience. I just made you cry. I had super itchy right eye and uh, tried to get some visine in there to stop the itch, get the red out, Uh and uh, instead I think I dumped it all over my face somehow. So I think half the bottle is (laughs) literally on the floor now, Mm -hmm. as a Mm -hmm. matter of fact. Uh, All right, 888-933-93. The Brett Kavanaugh saga continues. So they've scheduled a hearing now. With the accuser for next Monday. This should be fun. The accuser's showing up too, right? Yeah. Aren't they both scheduled to be there? Yeah, I, I think they're probably going to be in the room at <clears throat> separate times. Yeah, probably. But yes, both Still, of them Still, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's amazing. I don't remember a similar circumstance. Maybe there has been, but... 1991. Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Wow, yeah, this is becoming very similar to the Clarence Thomas hearing. I mean, almost as ridiculous, too. Really? He put that on a Coke can? Okay, all right. Um, why would you do that? You ever heard of anything like that in the history of the world? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> well, look, let me put it to you this way. In the history of 1991's mm. world, no. Mm-hmm. 2018. Oh yeah, it seems more tame now. Right. Yeah, that's, uh... seems tame. <laughs> uh, so, two women who dated Brett Kavanaugh have reacted now to the allegations of sexual misconduct. Uh, here is one of them, and what she had to say about uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Let me start with you. When you heard this account, when you read what this accuser is saying, what went through your mind? What was your reaction? I was absolutely shocked. I just couldn't believe it. It's um, just so polar opposite of the Brett Kavanaugh that I've known for over 35 years. I was confused, surprised, shocked, and I still can't believe it. Maura Kane, what was your reaction? The very same. Um, I couldn't believe that these allegations had come out when I had been at the hearings for a couple of days and we just watched woman after woman come forward um, praising Brett and his respect for women and his professionalism and his kindness towards them. And then this at the last minute came out. I was equally shocked. So these are two women who dated him and their experience with him was completely opposite. Yeah, what's this of thing? what this woman's saying, and both both of them are named Mora, M A U R A. What is that? He's got that's a, an unusual name, and he dated two women. I've never heard that name, name Mora, and he dated both of them. <laughs> that's really weird. What's his wife's name? Uh, Mora. I don't know. I don't know what her name is. I'm finding out right now because now uh, I gotta know. If he only dates women who named Mora, oh, it's Ashley. Okay, what's his problem? Good. Like, could he not find the third gonna say, Mora in the world? He, he shouldn't be a Supreme Court justice if he only dates women named Mora. Because clearly he would not be able to That's not judge inclusive. fairly. Yeah, right. And it's not role. inclusive. Uh, the women say that Kavanaugh did drink, but he was always responsible. Here they are. 
All the years that I've known Brett, even if we had a beer, he was always in complete control. And he was actually one of the guys that if we were at a social gathering, he'd be the guy to look out for other people. He was always in control. So, Maura Kane, the, they've already dredged up, you know, things that were written in high school yearbooks. He talks about something about kegs and, a, you know, some liquor reference. What, you know, a lot of people write those kind of things in, in high school yearbooks. But tell me your recollection. Did you ever see him, you know, out of control, drunk, in a situation where he might not have remembered what he was doing? No, not at all. Um, we did drink beer in high school. Um, back then, the drinking age in Washington was 18. You never saw so, him drink a beer in high school, ever? So, no, we did. Yeah, we oh, did. You did. No, I thought you said we did you drink beer. Okay, just to be no, clear. No, we yeah. drank beer. Um, it was legal, so we um, did drink beer. He, But I never saw him out of control, drunk. He always um, retained his composure. He was a responsible guy. I wonder, now, if he had... If the legal age had been 21 and he'd been drinking, would they turn that into a thing as well? Would they? I mean, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It should be so unbelievable when the last president admitted to, to dope smoking on a fairly regular basis in high school. It'd be amazing. So none of this proves that he didn't do it, but it does go to his character. This, these are two really important, I think, character witnesses for this guy. They drank with him. They dated him. You know, you, you don't just turn off being a douchebag when you're dating other women. You're, you'd still be the same guy who uh, sexually assaulted the other woman. So Maura Fitzgerald uh, defended his character, said he was always respectful. Was he ever physically aggressive to you? What was he like as, as no. a boyfriend? No, he was nothing but kind and polite and respectful. I dated him, I've known him since high school. I dated him briefly in college, and we've remained close friends ever since. I cherish his mm -hmm. friendship. He has just been such a stand-up guy, full of integrity. I admire him. He never exhibited to me or anyone else that I know not with anything treated no one with disrespect okay so i mean that's i think that's pretty solid that's pretty solid stuff fortunately rather than a whole bunch of women jump and i guess that could still happen but a bunch of women jumping on the bandwagon and saying yeah me too me too uh he did the same thing to me we've got two women who have come out now and said no he's not like that that's completely opposite of the man I knew. And no, apparently they're still friends with him. Uh, Deborah Katz, who is the attorney for the woman accusing Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault, uh, said something quite interesting uh, yesterday as well. Here's what the attorney uh, for the accuser had to say. Perhaps you can help us fill in the blanks on some of her story. Um, she was, says that she was at a party in probably 1982 in Montgomery County, Maryland. She says that there were four guys there. These are high school students, as was she. There were four guys there. Were there any girls there that day? Yes, there was, uh, there was another girl uh, at this party, yes. And has your client spoken to any of those other guys or that girl who could help corroborate her story? She's not. And why not? Is it time to do that? That's... That's not her job to do that. If this is oh. going to be investigated, mm. it should be done by investigators.
Hmm. Oh, I. Who's? So it's somebody else's job. She's the one making the accusation. I mean, <laughs> the accuser has the burden of proof. She is an attorney. Yeah. And she's saying it's not up to her to corroborate. I, I don't know. Innocent until proven guilty. Is that not still a thing? So, well, yes, we it's, know it's absolutely not. up to your client to prove otherwise. It used to be, but not anymore. Oh, when did yeah. that change? Um, I don't know. About a year, two years ago, maybe. Oh, I think when we flipped the calendar and Soon hit 2018. As, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely in the Me Too generation, that uh, the Me Too movement stopped all of that. All you have to do is accuse somebody and they're guilty. And they lose their life. I mean, not literally, but the life that they've enjoyed. Now we're their livelihood. There. No, it's it's almost to the literal. It, almost. Almost. I mean, you might as well draw and quarter these people. So it's not her job to corroborate. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, you would think, though, that somewhere along the line, somebody would have heard something to back up her story. And uh, I've seen scant little of that. So next Monday should be quite interesting. Um, the investigators, I, I, somebody's got to go talk to these people, you would think. Somebody's going to have to try to corroborate this story. If there were, let's see, there were four women. No, there were two women and four guys at this party. So let's find them and let's ask them, what happened at this party? Does this... Sound familiar to you? Do you uh, do you know about this? Because um, if it's if it's just her word against his, can you keep him out of the Supreme Court just uh, based on the accusation? I guess you can. I mean, look what happened to Judge Bork. Look what they did to to Clarence Thomas, even though he eventually got confirmed. Um, it it can get ugly and. And probably will get even uglier. Yeah, how do you think, uh, if you had to guess right now, how's this going to play out? Uh, hmm. if, I, if I had to guess, Got I, guess, I'd say he probably isn't confirmed. You think it goes to a vote and then mm-hmm. he loses enough Republican votes yeah. so that he doesn't get through? Yeah. Then what do you do if you're I hope wrong? I'm wrong on that. Although... You know, I'm kind of excited about the next person in line because I think it might be Amy Coney Barrett, uh, and I'd I'd rather it be her than Judge Kavanaugh. But you know, they don't understand. Some of them do, but very few of them understand how good they have it with this nominee. I mean, this is the best you could expect under the circumstances. And some of them are doing the same kind of calculating. With Trump not thinking of Pence waiting in the wings. Right. Really? You want to impeach Trump? Okay. okay. Then you're going to have a much more hardcore conservative and a president Oh, Pence. by far. So by careful far. what you wish for, Dems, if you overplay your hands on these little political games of yours. Yeah, you just get, might get it. <laughs> it could be interesting for you. Just might get President Pence, which I'd be okay with, frankly. Uh, so... I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens on on Monday as the hearing hosts both Kavanaugh and the accuser. Uh, that should be quite a circus. And I'm I'm sure they're probably trying to track down these people from the party right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, certainly I've, I haven't heard anything from anybody there yet. And you would have thought. They would have already done some of this groundwork. And I think that's why Allison Camerata asked about it. Because you would think 
she would have reached out to somebody who she knew was at the party and said, hey, you remember this incident? I'm going to need your help here to back up my, my story. No, that's not her job. Don't worry about it. 888-933-93. There was a bunch of uh, people who got together to uh, try to create... These are physicians. Not just people, but physicians who got together to form Brickhouse Nutrition um, because they wanted to design a product to enhance your health and help you reach your full potential. So they got together... And uh, after forming Brickhouse Nutrition, they created Field of Greens, which is a real superfood. And you can see that it's an actual food because right on the bottle are the nutrition facts. So to put it simply, Field of Greens didn't go off the cliff with the rest of the industry and just extract something. They actually put together a real superfood. And just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of Real certified vegan, vegetarian, and USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Complete with antioxidants. It's daily clean energy, green energy that fuels your body for a healthier uh, healthier and happier lifestyle. Go to BrickHousePat.com and give it a try today. You'll get 10% off when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. You are listening to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Triple Eight. 93393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So the Emmys, of course, completely political. Not completely, but almost completely. Did you enjoy watching political. it? I, did, I didn't watch a moment of it. What? Not, not one no? second of the uh, Emmy broadcast yeah, did I watch. Yeah, we gave Jeffy some crap last night on Twitter because he was tweeting about the Emmys. And the was he really? Were like, what are you... What? Oh, man. There's Monday Night Football on? There's baseball? You're tweeting mm-hmm. about the Emmys? Oh, I'm watching bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, whatever. <laughs> thanks for thanks for telling us all about the Emmys tonight. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That was his response. I'm watching a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. <laughs> How many? How many different shows you watch? Eighteen. Eighteen shows at once. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So I guess it was a nice moment. A director proposed on stage. Oh. Uh, here's what happened there. Okay. I'm really grateful to be here. Uh, but it's bittersweet. Uh, the person most proud at this moment would be my mom, and she passed away just two weeks ago. Mm. I, uh, my, part of my heart is broken. I don't think it will ever be repaired, but um, she's in me, and she always will be. Mom always believed in finding the sunshine in things, and she adored my girlfriend, Jan. Jan, you are the sunshine in my life. And Mom was right. Don't ever let go of your sunshine. You wonder why I don't like to call you my girlfriend? Because I want to call you my wife. (laughs) This is the ring that my dad put on my mom's finger 67 years ago. And to my sisters and brothers, I didn't swipe it. Dad knows I have it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
Jan, I want to put this ring that my mom wore on your finger in front of all these people and in front of my mom and your parents watching from above. Will you marry me? No. What, you, what is she going to say? What do you think? What do you think? Not if you were the last person on earth. Right. I mean, come on. You got a mullet. Uh, you got male pattern baldness going on. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You kind of have a goofy voice. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I can't. I, that would drive me out of my whoa. mind the rest of my life. I'm not doing it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're never getting married, <laughs> you and I, because I got both no, of those as well. No, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. We're not. <sighs> so, I hate to yeah. break it to you this in front of everybody, but yeah, well, it's there, it can't work between us, Keith. So uh, That was actually a really nice moment. That was that was cool, and no shout out to to mm-hmm. how bad Trump is or uh, Kavanaugh's a child molester or any of that stuff. He just mm-hmm. he just did his thing. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Okay, sure. I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're into- you don't think that was nice? Sure, it was nice. You know what? I got in fairness to the audience. I'm kind of mm-hmm. reeling right now because you just broke my heart oh, on national TV and radio. Because uh, you just uh, rebuffed me, mm-hmm. and so um, my heart's broken right now. But no, that was cute. I mean, she's going to wake up next to him, mm-hmm. and they're going to be happy. I'm so I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so it was, it was well done. He did an excellent job. Yeah, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. He did. It was funny. It was, it was sweet. Uh, it was a nice moment. Yep. Um, winner of the Outstanding Comedy, uh, the nominees were Atlanta, Barry, Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Silicon Valley and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I haven't seen a single second of any of those. Have you? I haven't seen any of them. Actually, I have seen a single second of Atlanta because there's a fun clip where. Um, the, so you just of, saw a clip of it? Yeah, one of the characters is racing uh, Michael Vick in a parking lot, and it's very funny. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was the big winner. And I'm just hearing great things about that. Maybe I'll give that a try. Also, outstanding drama series went to, as everybody knew it would, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, The Americans, This Is Us, and Westworld. I've actually seen Stranger Things and This Is Us. You're a big fan of This Is like Us, a, right? Yeah. Everybody that mentions like This it. Is Us says, I would love it, I gotta watch it. It's really know. good. Hmm. It's really, it's a little depressing. Tell but, your heartstrings type, type show? Yeah, nah, it is. Yeah, to the point where I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no, I've, did you cry? I've had enough. Did you cry? No, come on. I didn't. Did you come on? I don't remember. Look at the right camera now. and tell us, did you cry? I don't remember, okay? You don't remember. Thank <laughs> Get you, Hillary, off me. Hillary Clinton, ladies and gentlemen, right here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if I ever... It, it may have... My eyes may have watered at mm-hmm. some point. I don't know, but they do yeah. that all the time. They're doing it right now. You need Visine, don't you? Not right now. Okay. No, not while we're on the air. Very well. Uh, outstanding limited series. The uh, nominees were The Alienist. The Assassination of Gianni Versace, Genius Picasso, Godless, and Patrick Melrose. And, of course, the winner was The Assassination of uh, Gianni Versace. Uh, that, looked like it, that looked like it might be a good, a good series, but uh, I didn't see Man, it. Man, I am so out of touch. I don't recognize any of those five you just said. Uh, the only one I... Because they, they ran such a heavy schedule promoting The Assassination of Gianni Versace. Jeez. Hmm. I mean... Saw the previews of that over and over and over, but it did look pretty like, good. Like, what are you seeing those on? Serious question. Like, where are you seeing like even previews? It's <sighs> a good question. Because I honestly, I'm not exposed to know. any of this stuff, and I watch a couple of shows, so you'd think that. Mm. What? But they sell ad space in in like Hulu and stuff like that mm-hmm. when they could be promoting shows. I would think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, outstanding variety talk series. The nominees: Full Frontal with Samantha B. Are you kidding me? That got nominated for an Emmy. She's awful. 
Mm-hmm. And a liar. Mm. Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. He is t- pathetic. I mean, to go from, from uh, John Stewart, whose act got really old, I think, but still, you know, he's a funny guy. He's, he's pretty talented. To this guy who's got zero talent? Yeah. Uh, John Oliver has some good stuff out there, though. Um, you know, he, yeah. He hits a home run every now and, and then. I think we've played some clips of yep. him. Yep. Uh, the Late Show with James Corden and the uh, Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Actually, John, John Oliver was the winner. He's, he's the hip new thing right now. You know, he's, everybody kind of digs him. Uh, outstanding Variety Sketch Series. At Home with Amy Sedaris. Never heard of it. Drunk History. Never heard of it. I Love You, America. Never heard of it. Portlandia. Uh, Saturday Night Live. And the Tracy Ullman Show. And Saturday Night Live was your winner. That was a nod to ripping on Trump every night. That's all that was. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because is it really actually funny? No, because at no. times I, I actually it hasn't take been funny. a moment to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's back to being bad again. It's just, it hasn't uh, been funny since 1976. Let's whoa. Face it. Let's face it. Oh, my goodness 1976. gracious. Yeah. Sir. Um, outstanding reality competition series, The Amazing Race, American Ninja Warrior. I actually like that stupid <laughs> show. It's ridiculous, but I like it. Uh, Project Runway, RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and the voice, of course, it went to RuPaul. RuPaul's Drag Race won. Because they're so inclusive now, and that was the big deal. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. inclusive now, and yeah. we're supportive of one another. And this is the most diverse presentation ever in the history of the world. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, they congratulated themselves all night long, and uh, and those are your winners. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Do we have the? Uh, do we have the video where Beto is talking about banning assault weapons? Mm. I, don't, I don't see that on the sheet. So no. Don't have that. That's some, okay. Did I not send that in? I didn't see it. Oh, man. When did you send that? I don't know. I thought I did last night. Check your outbox. You know, we're going we're gonna to look into that, though, huh. because Beto, Beto is talking about banning bump stocks and banning assault rifles like the AR-15 because its only purpose... I'm so sick of hearing this. Its only purpose, it's created for one thing and one thing only, and that's killing human beings. No, no, it isn't. First of all, every gun, every gun could fit that description because every gun can kill human beings. Handguns kill human beings far more than rifles do. Far more than assault rifles. Check and see what's killing all of these people in Chicago every weekend. And Baltimore and New Orleans and everywhere else that you've got gun control. But people somehow keep killing others with guns. So he wants, he wants, uh, he wants the AR-15 banned. Uh, he wants, of course, uh, the... Universal health care system. He wants universal college education to be funded by the government. How can this guy be within 30 points of Ted Cruz? We should try to get Ted on again, okay. uh, by the way. Um, 
he shouldn't he shouldn't be even I mean this is Texas. He should be running in California or Massachusetts, and not it's Texas. Sick, sickening that that around I, this area where affluent folks live, there's some suburbs that we drive through that mm, there's unbelievable signs everywhere. It's unbelievable. I was driving through South South Lake down yep. the main the main street in South Lake. They had this gigantic Beto sign. I'm like, okay, do you realize you people have no wealth? If this guy gets into office, he's going to tr- do his damnedest to take it from you. You got a gigantic government socialist policy guy and and an anti Second Amendment guy, and he's he's within striking distance of Ted Cruz in Texas. It's madness. I, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Wayne in California. Hi, you're on the Blaze. How you doing today? Doing good. Good. I just wanted to let you know how great you guys are. I just uh, I've only been watching about three weeks, mm-hmm. and I've been uh, and I was on. Fo- I've been watching Fox, and I watch. I never watched CNN, yeah. and uh, <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know. Uh, I was flipping through the channels one day, and the Blaze came up, and I didn't even know our TV uh, cable even had it, and uh, got on, and I've been watching you. You come on at a good time because you you come on when I get up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and and, uh, and you. You guys are the greatest. I really, really uh, appreciate the uh, the the content that you guys have and everything. And it's refreshing to have a different view of things. And I just wanted to call and let you know how uh, great that I like uh, your show. Well, appreciate it. Thank you very much, uh, Wayne. We're glad you found us. Thanks for the call. And you're, yep. You're, Go ahead. I understand you're from Montana. I am. Yep. Yeah, I'm from Kalispell. Oh, wow. That's beautiful territory. Yeah, uh my and, dad my dad was born and raised there. Yeah. I was I was born and left uh when I was about 6 7 years old. And now where in California do do you live? Oh god. Uh anyway, <laughs> I hate California, but anyway, uh I live in northern California which okay. is uh Actually, outside of Sacramento, going east to, uh, like, if I was going to go to Reno. Okay. Uh, well, appreciate the call. Thanks a lot, Wayne. Far cry from Kalispell, Montana, <laughs> to, uh, to the Bay Area of California. Uh, big difference. I'm curious, what, what's the crime rate differential between Kalispell and Helena? Oh, it's humongous. Yeah, Kalispell's yeah. like calm. Almost no crime in, in Kalispell. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the mean streets. You know the death and destruction that happened there. Mm-hmm. So we won't even get into it because it just brings back, uh, it, it sends me into uh, PTSD. You're going to start crying again? So I, I might. I might. It's wow. possible. Such a tearful day for Pat, <laughs> folks. 
Uh, yeah, it's frightening stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, we have. I think we have an old uh, Beto who's talking about. Uh, this is an old clip. I, I don't know in the last th- three or four or five six months, something like that, where he's talking about the uh, the assault weapon ban. Now I don't I don't know where I saw the other thing. I, it must have been a fever dream Ooh. because he. <laughs> seemed like it was just yesterday, and we can't find it now. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're having dreams about Beto O'Rourke? No, apparently, yes. Apparently. What in the world? What a crappy dream not that is. not saying it's a good dream. <clears throat> just saying Ugh. it must have been one, because uh, can't, we can't find it. Tell me he's not a sitting senator in that dream. No, he's not. <clears throat> no. Okay. Uh, so here he is talking about an assault weapons ban. This guy's trying to win election in Texas. How is this possible? Check this out. I don't know that we should raise the age for buying an AR-15. I just don't think we should be selling AR-15s in this country. That that weapon was designed for one purpose and one purpose only, to kill people as effectively and efficiently as possible no. on the battlefield. It has no place in our streets, in our schools, in our concerts, in our movie theaters. Um, we should not be selling that to civilians. And in terms of arming teachers, I've been listening to teachers in Texas, and they want to focus on mm-hmm. teaching the kids in their classrooms, okay. uh, not carrying weapons when police officers have a 31 percent hit rate uh, meaning that 69 percent of the time they don't hit their intended target um, those teachers are telling me they're not sure that they're going to be able to be that much more accurate or successful schools uh, making sure that all doors are locked and locked from the inside uh, restricting entrance and exit uh, all of those things make a lot more sense in addition to a lot more getting yeah. smart on gun safety universal background checks okay yeah we we virtually have universal background checks. I mean, I'm so tired of hearing them babble that same nonsense. And it's it's only design is for the most effective, efficient killing of people. Ask anybody who uses an AR-15. That's just not true. It's just, it's not the case. He doesn't, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Again, how can this guy be within 30 points of Ted Cruz? I don't understand it. A serious, it's because he's young, and uh, he's got a pretend Hispanic name? Uh, what is it about this guy? I think it's the Music Con Beto events. Maybe. Ugh. Is it because he's a former punk rocker when he was a kid? He's a terrific guitarist? We know that not to be true. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that should cost him votes. Yes. I mean, it, it, somebody actually asked, and of course you knew this was coming, Beto O'Rourke will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Before, <laughs> before Foreigner. For, for this. Right. Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. Listen to that. Seriously? I'm not sure the guitar's even in tune. I don't, I don't think it is. Are we sure that's a guitar? <laughs> it sounds more like a ukulele right now, actually. But it's an electric guitar! Oh, here they kick into gear right now. This is still bad. Really bad. Listen to this. Tune your guitar, dude. He can't even tune a guitar. You're going to put him in the office? In the U.S. Senate? Come on now. It, it can't happen. It just can't happen. <laughs> no. And to say nothing of the universal health care stuff and the free college education plan 
And I don't, I'm not sure if he's on board with the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, everybody has a guaranteed job at a certain income and housing. But her entire package is uh, $40 trillion according to the liberal sites. What do you think? What do you think the actual figure is? It's got to be double that. I'll bet it's I'll bet it's more like eighty trillion dollars over ten years. How are you going to pay for it? Well, we're the richest country in the world. This is the richest, wealthiest country in in the history of the world. We can, we can do it. Every other country on the world in the world uh, can do this. Why can't we? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I it just, hurts, man. Oh, it hurts bad. It hurts. Oh, I did see a Ted Cruz sign though pop up just outside my neighborhood. I so. <laughs> that's Yay. really weird because I saw as soon as I come out of my neighborhood, <clears throat> the house I'm looking at across the street <clears throat> just put up a Ted Cruz sign. Well, that's cute. So yeah. we might be neighbors and just we might don't be. care and about each other enough to even don't find even that know. Out. Oh wow! So yeah. I didn't realize you lived out near New Mexico with me. That's nah, cool. I, I don't actually quite, quite a hmm. long commute, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, so it's like our backs are against the wall. You know, it's like, oh, I guess we better start saying something. Uh, go, Ted, go. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's and maybe scary. that's why. Maybe people are just starting to realize, okay, it's it's a tight race. Mm-hmm. And people need to be reminded, hey, Ted Cruz, remember? He's our senator and needs to stay that way. <sighs> yeah. Also, the uh, Democrat hypocrites, uh are, uh, have have gotten a nice little reminder here. Um, it's really kind of fun. Amid a woman's allegations that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh groped her when they were teenagers uh, 36 years ago, Democrats are jumping on the development, saying the judge's confirmation vote should be delayed. Uh, Democrat Dick Durbin was among them. The Illinois lawmaker added a familiar declaration that we must all listen to sexual assault survivors, and regardless of the age of those involved or when the alleged attack took place. So, um, interestingly, there's a woman who kind of tested him on that, um, and her name is Juanita Broderick. Who? Juanita Broderick. Huh. Uh, She's been issuing a sexual assault allegation against Bill Clinton for... I don't know, 25 years now? Took him at his word. Democrats and those of their ilk uh, sometimes have a tough time getting riled up when one of their own is accused of sexual assault. And that's, of course, been so obvious when it comes to Bill Clinton. And Broderick accused him of raping her when he was attorney general in Arkansas. Hillary Clinton dismissed Broderick. Uh, and Kathleen Willey and Paula Jones. In addition, then-CBS News anchor Dan Rather offered the following thoughts um, in 1999. He was talking to Don Imus at the time uh, about why NBC News may have been declining to air Broderick. Uh, They're nervous about, number one, whether this information is accurate, whether it's really true or not. Wow. Since when is that important? (laughs) Wow. And then number two, even if it does turn out to be true, it happened a long time ago. And number three, they've got to be figuring maybe just maybe the American public has heard all they want to hear about this and are saying, you know, next, let's move on to the next thing. When I said he'd heard uh, Broderick had hoped for her, had hoped her story went away this week, uh, rather replied, well, let's hope she gets her way with that. 
Jeez. So they don't want to hear anything about Juanita Broderick or Kathleen Willey or Paula Jones or any of the myriad women who were assaulted by Bill Clinton. They, they don't want to know anything about it. But, oh my, uh, let's, let's bring this woman to the front and find out, you know, her story from 36 years ago that she never shared with anybody, supposedly until 2012. She didn't tell a single soul on earth until 2012. It's pretty amazing. Triple eight nine hundred Neil in Arizona. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, howdy. God bless all. Hey, you know, Beto, uh, I'm, I'm Irish too, and I went by Bernardo after the Magnificent Seven. But he's got a point of that we shouldn't have these farms that shoot rapidly. So if he wins, and of course all the other Democrats that have these bodyguards, Secret Service and private, paid for by taxpayer money, mm-hmm. let's disarm them, put them in the position of having maybe just a revolver. How about a single-shot mm-hmm. shotgun? Yeah. Maybe shooting rubber bullets. So Clinton's, Obama's, no automatic weapons around them. Mm-hmm. You know, let's have equal opportunity. I was used uh, accidentally because they lied to me, the state of California, and I gave them a lot of information, and they used that in the assault rifle man. Every firearm was developed for military and sporting they were both back developed for the civilians when we had our constitution written we're supposed to be equal to the government or better because we want a better government Mm -hmm. so better hey if you win no secret service get to guard you with anything but maybe a rubber bullet (laughs) appreciate it thanks neil and you know they'd never go for that and that, that applies to uh, Beto and all the Democrats who are all about gun control. And uh, Michael Bloomberg, who's actually been challenged on that. Hey, we, you've got a bunch of armed people around you at all times. Why can't American citizens be armed? Just the hypocrisy uh, and the stupidity of these people. It's monumental. Uh, and you know what? Americans love their guns. We love the Constitution. It's it's enshrined in our Constitution that it's okay for us to keep and bear arms. But if you've if you watched a video of an actual firefight, there is one thing clear: the fear and the chaos that ensues. It it makes hitting the target difficult for even the most seasoned professional. So that's why you need to practice all the time. And iTarget Pro allows you to do that iTarget Pro is a system that uses your smartphone and their proprietary app. And it tracks a caliber-specific laser that fits into your firearm. And that detects exactly where your shots are landing. So you see the shots hit the target. It is really a great system. It's completely safe. It comes with your caliber-specific laser, the target system, and instructions so you can start training right away. Go to the letter iTargetPro.com. Check out the video, choose your caliber, uh, download the app so that you're completely ready when your system arrives. And right now, you'll save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and take your skills to the next level and do it much, much more economically. Because you don't have to buy all kinds of uh, ammo and you don't have to pay range fees. It's iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray, Unleashed. 
The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Kim Lewandowski tweets: Robert Francis went full commie because he realized he isn't the next Kurt Cobain. So what are you going to do if you're not the next Kurt Cobain? You're going to go full full commie, right? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, also for Mike uh, Hermanette. Okay, Mr. Gray, now you've hit a rough patch with me. SNL, SNL has not been good since 1976. Yep. I think you've forgotten the early 80s with Eddie Murphy and Billy Crystal. Or the early 90s. Yeah. that Chris Farley. Yeah. Bill Hartman. Yeah, there was, okay, off and, and on. What's your problem? Off and on. All right. Well, Mike Herman also sent us some t-shirts. Pretty stylish. Oh, yeah, he's the one that sent this? Yeah, look at that, huh? <laughs> the notorious RPG. <laughs> so great. I will be totally wearing this Thank you for those. Soon. Very Love cool. <laughs> I've already modeled it if you want to check it that. out on the Twitter at Hangry Keith. So I've already put it on, but uh, it fits great. Thank you, Mike. Okay, so you weren't wearing something lacy underneath it or anything, right? No, I, mean, I okay. saved those for All right, good. Uh, private chat channels. Good. Thank you. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, 888-900-3393. Elon Musk revealed the passenger for uh, the trip to the moon. They're, they're not going to go to the moon, but they're going to go around the dark mm-hmm. side of it and back. So I guess it's a week-long trip. Kind of cool. Uh, some Japanese billionaire, Yasaku Meizawi, Meizawa, will be the first man to fly on a uh, SpaceX rocket, approximately a seven-day trip around the moon, and it, it could happen as early as 2023. He plans to bring six to eight ar- other artists along with him. They, nobody will say how much it's cost, but they think it's, you know, somewhere in the millions each. So he'll be the first lunar traveler since the U.S. Apollo missions in 1972 when they, when they stopped doing it. Uh, and he says, ever since I was a kid, I loved the moon. <laughs> my This is my lifelong dream. He, I guess he owns... Japan's largest online fashion mall. He's the 18th richest person in Japan. He uh, has a fortune of $3 billion, so he's got some money to spread around. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Be kind of cool. Would you do this if you had the money? I think I would. Hmm. Although it's... I'd call this kind of risky. I'm... I don't know that I'm fully confident in uh, Elon Musk right now. And maybe I should be, but I, I don't know that I... No, that's a good point. Trust him with my life for a week-long trip to the moon, around the moon and back? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. If but... it was NASA, because they've already done it, you know, but there's, you know, you got the, a government agency I was just as about to say, private the business. record show. Yeah. Pat Gray trusts the government more than but a they've, private business. they did it already. They did. They and did. I saw them do it. Isn't this what we want, though? We want yes, it is private what we business want. getting more involved. And, Definitely. Uh, you know, because... They should do the space travel. Maybe it's a rough start, mm-hmm. but the Wright brothers were a rough start, and look at air travel today. 
Is we it can good? get there. We can get is there it, eventually. Is it good that air travel today? I mean, it's it, faster. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's good. Okay. I mean, especially when you have the middle seat and two guys that haven't showered in three uh, weeks. I mean, if you want to be felt up at the airport, it's well, good. Well, and then there's but that. I don't so frankly I mean, want that. Some so. people want that. Some know? people do. I mean, Jeffy? Jeffy, you right. got, yeah, obviously you go to Jeffy. Mm-hmm. It's a natural thing to do. Got to train them up for the pedophile government. <laughs> so... Where are the men, by the way? Where are the men? Oh, boy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Howard in Vermont. You're on the blaze. Hi. Yeah. Um, on your uh, comment about uh, Beto and his uh, assault rifle things, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting so tired of them referring it, uh, to, to it as assault rifle. That's not what the AR is. No, it's not. It's Armalite. It is Armalite rifle. Right. And, you know, it was uh, created by the Armalite company as a sporting rifle. Mm-hmm. And um, Oh, you're saying it wasn't, it wasn't created just to specifically kill human <laughs> beings efficiently? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and the, after a couple of years, the military thought, oh, my gosh. That's really great. We should have that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and they ended up selling the uh, rights, if I remember correctly, to Springfield to make it for the military. That's a great rifle. And and you're right. They I do think they they believe the AR stands for assault rifle, but also they love to call it that because it sounds scary. It makes it makes it sound like a weapon of death. And so they'll they'll never call it, you know, a hunting rifle. They'll, they'll never say because that doesn't sound bad. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Howard. Uh, but they, they specifically use the language they do for a reason, because they're trying to get a reaction from people. They're trying to get an emotional reaction out of, out of all the people who don't know any better. And it works. Simple as that. Hector in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How are you guys? Doing good. Hey, uh, the reason I'm calling, brother, is that Beto uh, uh, work has said that El Paso uh, was one of the safest cities in the nation, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you were the one that said it about a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the safest city in the nation, but we are a safe city for the, for the amount of people that we have here. But we also have a fence that starts 20 miles south of El Paso, goes through El Paso and into New Mexico. Yeah. Well, and that fence, and- and that fence went up. Because that's that's that city in Mexico that's connected to you is not a safe city, <laughs> <laughs> so you want that fence there. Place. Yeah, it's a good tourist place. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been I haven't been to Mexico in, since '05, but anyway, but uh, I think uh, a cruise should uh, uh, the senator should uh, question or work on that because when uh, when uh, Trump was running, he he uh, or work said that uh, or Francis. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that we needed a, we didn't need a fence and now i think you said it uh, last week that uh being the safest city well if it's going to run with that we are the safest city because of the wall or the fence that we have going through el paso yeah i appreciate it thanks hector it, it got safer when when you put up the fence yes <clears throat> same thing happened in israel by the way uh you noticed do, do you remember a time when in israel you'd have You'd have PLO terrorists blowing up on school buses and in restaurants and at uh, Rosh Hashanah dinners. And, and you, you had, it, I mean, it was almost a daily occurrence for a while. Then they, then they put up the fence and it decreased the violence in Israel by about 
I mean, it's amazing what a difference it does make. And by the way, yes, El Paso is somewhat safe. It's still the 13th safest in Texas. So you can't say it's one of the safest in the country when it's only 13th in in the state of Texas. But there's only like 14, maybe 15 cities in uh, in uh, in Texas to begin with, right? So it's probably <laughs> down near the bottom. No, there's no. a couple more. Oh, okay. There's a couple okay. more. No, so that's good. Congratulations. Uh, keep, keep your solutions local, <clears throat> Beto. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it's just his effort uh, to try to stop everything Trump wants to do. So if that's if that's what you want, vote for the guy. But I don't think that's what Texans want. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, okay, it's finally officially time to ban Sean Penn from Hollywood. <laughs> and the planet, probably. He said something kind of negative about the Me Too movement. Mm. Mm. Is that is that legal? Nope, it oh, is not. Oh, boy. It is not, my You've friend. done it now. Okay, uh, the thing is, nobody, no one wants... Anything but respect and equality for women. Right? I mean, we're all pretty clear on that, I think. But it's also time to admit that this movement is a little out of control. Uh, Sean Penn took exception to the idea that the strong female characters on his new show were inspired by the Me Too movement during an interview. Uh, He's starring alongside Natasha McElhone in a new Hulu series called The First, which is... About a mission to Mars in the year 2030. Hmm. That actually sounds pretty good. I didn't know about that. And includes several female astronauts and a female president. <laughs> McElhone said it was informed by the Me Too movement, but Penn disagreed. I'd like to think that none of it was influenced by what they call the Me Too movement. I, I think it's influenced by the things that are developing in terms of the empowerment of women who've been acknowledging each other and being acknowledged by men. Is that terrible? No. However, he went on to criticize the Me Too movement as a whole, questioning whether it was actually a movement at all and pointing to it as a source of division in society. (gasps) Oh, no. This is a movement that was largely shouldered by a kind of receptacle of the salacious. We don't know what's a fact in many of the cases. True. (laughs) My guess is a lot of his friends have been accused of stuff. Salacious is as soon as you call something a movement, that's really a series of many individual accusers, victims, accusations, some of which are unfounded. Oh, man, you you can't say that, Sean. The spirit of what has been the Me Too movement is to divide men and women. That is fascinating. He referenced personal conversations he's had with women who he knows uh, when he talks about the issue behind closed doors. They exhibit common sense 
and nuance that the media doesn't portray. I'm going to say that women I talk to, not in front of the camera, that I listen to of all walks of life, that there's a common sense that is not represented at all in the discussion when it comes to the media discussion of it. The discussion where if Sean Penn says this, so-and-so's going to attack him for saying this because of that. He's, I mean... Is he still alive? That's pretty bold. Mm-hmm. And it's it's true. So he says he remains skeptical of the Me Too movement. I don't want it to be a trend. And I'm very suspicious of a movement that gets glommed onto in great stridency and rage and without nuance. And even when people try to discuss it in a nuanced way, the nuance itself is attacked. (laughs) It's the best thing Sean Penn's ever said. His co-star disagrees, though. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah. Game on. Uh, Despite Penn's strong feelings, co-star McAlone doesn't share his opinion. We talked about it a great deal on the set of The First. I think what Sean was maybe alluding to is this sort of bubble actors or people who are in magazines that have gotten a lot of attention from this. What? It doesn't even make sense. No, I think uh, I think Sean Penn is right. It's I don't know that I've ever said that before in my life. I don't think I've ever uttered a sentence like that, that Sean Penn is right, but he is about this movement. And... It is getting so ugly that uh, two of the Me Too stars are at each other, either, each other's throats. Um, one is suing the other for libel or defamation or something. Threatening uh, libel, yeah. Um, Argento, um, Asia Argento, threatened Rose McGowan with legal action if she doesn't retract claims that she made regarding the bombshell report that Argento allegedly had sex with actor Jimmy Bennett when he was 17 and then paid him off to keep quiet. Dear Rose McGowan, the Italian actress posted to Twitter, it is with genuine regret that I'm giving you 24 hours to retract and apologize for the horrendous lies made against me. In your statement of August 27th, if you fail to address this libel, I will have no option other than to take immediate legal action. Hmm. These are two of the Me Too movement's biggest leaders. Founders, basically. Yeah, the two they kind of are the two founders of it. Now, they had a fierce friendship when they both came forward to, to claim that they were sexually victimized by Harvey Weinstein. Both of them have been vocal supporters of the movement since. But things changed in August when Argento was accused of acting in Weinstein fashion by paying off Bennett, an alleged victim of her own, $380,000. First of all, she denied any relationship with Bennett. Then she admitted to the payment, which she said was made by her late boyfriend, uh, Anthony Bourdain. And texts and photos kind of prove that they did have a sexual relationship. They've, there's a photo of them in bed together, and it looks like they're naked. You only see their shoulders up, but it looks like they're naked. And they're clearly in bed. There's a pillow behind them on their heads. Yeah, it could have been making a fort. 
Yeah, we don't well, know that. Perhaps, yeah. Hey, perhaps, perhaps a 37-year-old and a 17-year-old were making a fort together. You're right, Keith. Happens all the time. Well, I don't know that. How it, many forts have you made? I don't, um, don't, don't, don't exaggerate. I don't know that happens all the time, but it's probably more regular. It's pretty than common. Yeah, I sure, mean, come common. on, it's pretty common for a man and woman to get together and just build a fort. Build a fort. I mean, don't I, try to how make many it times have you and your wife done that? I mean, I can't even think of all the times we've done that. What? Uh, build a fort together. Build a fort mm-hmm. in a bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or you yeah. know, sometimes in the living room we'll build a fort. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. Wherever. I was just going with the pillow angle. Now you're saying, oh, the bed has to be involved. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's uh, there's so, something going on there, or was so Argento said in a text message, "I had sex with him. It felt weird." Okay. Again. Okay. Come on. Yeah. What can you draw from that? Uh, that she had sex with him. And it felt weird. I guess. <laughs> I mean, look, if you want to be Mr. Literal Pants, got it. I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown letter. I wasn't... I love this line. I wasn't raped, but I was frozen. He was on top of me after he told me he I had been a sexual fantasy since he was 12. Okay. She's 37 years old. He's 17. That's frozen. not even the legal age. So... It's already statutory rape on her part. She was frozen. What do you mean you're frozen? frozen. What does that mean? It means it wasn't a good time for anybody, apparently. I just... Uh, just hmm. You know, she, here she is. She victimized this kid. But now she's trying to be the victim. Why? Because, well, uh, it's kind of embarrassing now that she's paid him off and that she's the leader of an organization that is after men for doing this with women. After initially asking the public to be gentle with her pal Argento when the report was first uh, made public, McGowan later made the statement in support of Rain Dove, who's Rain Dove, and asked Argento to be the person you wish Harvey could have been. And I think that's what set Asia Argento off. Asia, you were my friend. I loved you. You've spent and risked a lot to stand with the Me Too movement. I really hope you find your way through this process to rehabilitation and betterment. Anyone can be better. I hope you can be too. Do the right thing. Be honest. Be fair. Let justice stay its course. Be the person you wish Harvey could have been. Uh, Good advice. Just to clue you in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were just kind of acting for the mm-hmm. audience, but mm-hmm. Rain Dove mm-hmm. Dubaluski. D- oh, okay. Yeah. Is an mm-hmm. American model, actor, and activist. Dove. Who okay. prefers non-gendered pronouns? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is best known for Dove prefers non-gender pronouns. Listen to this. Yes, listen okay. to this sentence. Mm-hmm. Dove, who prefers non-gendered pronouns, is best known for their work in subversive fashion. No, it's not there. It's either him or it's her. You can't be a there. Best known for their work in subversive fashion, posing as male and female models in photo shoots, productions, and runway shoots. They're actually using they in singular form now so that they can uh, eliminate him and her. They is becoming now a singular form. What are they going to do with French? Didn't we talk about this last week? What are they going to do with French when almost everything in that language is him or her? Everything is male and female. Le... Or la. Everything, you conjugate everything into into uh, male or female uh, adjectives and pronouns. And Spanish is the same way. Verbs. Low and low. All of it. 
So you're going to have to eliminate the entire French and maybe Spanish languages. I wouldn't put it past the society to do that. New and, languages, here we go. And you're going to have to change the meaning of words like they in English. Because mm-hmm. they is plural. For the love of heaven. You can't refer to a single person as they. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, uh, it, it was how fun. How are we going to teach English to anybody? Nah, anymore? it was fun, y'all. It yeah, was it's a over. good run. You know it's over. That's right. Freedom thing. Yeah. And uh, free speech. It was fun for 241 years. Yeah. 242. Yeah. Kind of stinks we got in at the end here. Yeah, darn it. Because I would have liked, uh, you know, a little bit more time with, with, with our freedoms. But, uh, oh, yeah. man. So anyway, happy Tuesday oh, to you. Mm-hmm. 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 Just a darn shame, though, about Asia Argento and Rose McGowan, two uh, besties who just uh, aren't besties anymore, I guess, since one of them is about to sue the other one. Uh, unless, has Rose apologized? She had 24 hours to do that, and I don't think she did. At least I haven't seen it. Oh, you get a deadline on that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she said that. you got 24 hours to apologize oh. and retract it, or I start action against you. Hmm. Wow, okay. All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. Losing weight can be a real struggle, um, but there is something that can really help you. It's called Riduzone. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. Riduzone.com. What is it? It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement that you take, and it contains OEA, and that has been shown to boost your metabolism and help curb your appetite. So that you're not thinking about food every minute of the day and all you want to get to is, you know, your next meal. It helps a lot. So give it a try and see if it helps you. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. returns. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Hey, uh, Florida, who's up for a massive 40% business tax increase? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a guy who really knows how to spark your economy. Um, the potentially next governor of your great state is uh, proposing uh, just that, to really, really kick things into high gear. Well, that'll do it. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, So this socialist who is running, this uh, uh, Gillum, who's running against Ron DeSantis and actually has a lead on him, uh, wants to take Florida's Florida's current top marginal corporate tax rate is 5.5%, half a point lower than neighboring Georgia, and a full point lower than Alabama. Republicans are already highlighting the uh, proposal as a stark difference between Gillum and DeSantis. He wants to raise it to seven and three quarters percent. From five and a half percent, 
to seven and three quarters percent. By adjusting our state corporate tax level to a modest, modest 7.75%, which allows our richest corporations to receive a tax cut and keeps our corporate tax rate more than 1% lower than California. (laughs) Yeah, but you're competing with Alabama and Georgia and the states in the Southeast. You're not competing with California. We'll be able to recoup at least a billion dollars and put it where we need it most. Investing in our future. Are you factoring in what you're going to lose by companies leaving, you right? dummy? What an idiot. These people are so stupid. They are so bad. And this is Gillum. This is his yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. He's going to be awesome for Florida. He's actually in the lead. I can't believe he leads DeSantis. Mm. I'm, I don't know if it's because DeSantis has been so lame in his campaign. Or because he's actually, you know, he pretty good mm-hmm. but he's just a, a trump cultist it looks like you know if you're to judge by his ad campaign where all he does is spew trumpisms and i i don't know that that helped him at all because how in florida could the socialist be ahead of the conservative by four points how is that possible I don't know. Uh, it's it's really pretty frightening. And uh, good luck in Florida if if you elect this guy because it's not going to be good for you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Coming up in a few minutes, we've got uh, chewing the fat with Jeffy. Um, uh, we'll have to ask him about this because in a visit last weekend to the all you can eat buffet at Running Sushi in. <laughs> In Lanshut, Bavaria, um, he ate close to 100 plates of sushi, apparently, and was kicked out of the all-you-can-eat buffet. Wow. A little yeah. Homer Simpson action going on there. Yeah. Or Jeffy action. I don't know. I mean, it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yep. How can you not let the guy eat all he can then? N- no, they, they kicked him out because he had close to 100 plates of sushi. I can't imagine having a plate of sushi. No, much less a hundred. Like if you had said crab legs mm-hmm. or or pizza or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. that's gross in of itself, right there. The owner said he eats for five people. That is not normal. Well, yeah, but you've got an all-you-can-eat buffet. You can't call it that, and then stop the guy from eating all he can eat. Wait, did he just is it basically say that? 20 plates per person is normal? I guess. Ugh. <laughs> I guess. Um, so I guess this guy apparently wasn't actually Jeffy. Uh, it was somebody named uh, Bobrowski. And he has a special diet. He doesn't eat for 20 hours. And then he eats until he's full. At the restaurant, that meant eating 100 plates of sushi in one evening. <laughs> <laughs> so the... Owner found his uh, eating habit too expensive for his business, and the chef and the owner of the restaurant personally told him he's now prohibited from returning. What? When I went to the checkout, I wanted a tip, but the waiter did not want to accept that. Whoa. Uh, Instead, he was discreetly told by the restaurant's owner and chef, I'm banned from now on because I'm eating too much. (laughs) I was stunned. That actually happened to Homer Simpson on an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> That's funny. So it's life imitating art. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Bobrowski is 172 centimeters and weighs 79 kilograms. Okay. Nobody knows. Is he an inch tall? Is he 85 feet high? Does he weigh 4,000 pounds or, or 22 ounces? I don't know. No, but, I mean, there's no I don't way know. to know, right? No way to know. There's no way to know when they do this. I, I don't know why they do this, but they do. Just to piss you off. He feels he works off his mountainous hunger, keeping his body fat less than 10% as it should be, he says. He's been a regular guest at running sushi. Also eating generous portions of sushi, though it was not until his last and hungriest visit that the restaurant drew the line. You draw the line at 100 plates of sushi? <laughs> they had some high threshold tolerance yeah. level there. Yeah, they did. So what's this guy's name? Bobrowski? Uh, Bobrowski. Okay, so chewing the fat with Bobrowski coming up here in just a moment on the Pat Gray <laughs> Unleashed program. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, good stuff right there. We should find out how... Uh, it, um, I wish there were a way to know how tall... All right. 179 centimeters 172 centimeters you really want to know or no? uh, yes okay. and 79 kilograms okay first let's of look all, into that so he's five foot seven it's only five seven right okay 67 inches right and That's, 79 kilograms is how much what does he weigh so much how many kilograms 79 79 kilograms mm-hmm. 174 pounds wow he's short so he's, and he's, He's not that thin, and yeah, he's, he's not, not that big. Okay, hang on a second. Not that big. Chewing the I mean, fat with <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> Coming up right here on Pat Gray Unleashed. <clears throat> That's amazing that a guy that small can eat like that. That is impressive. A hundred plates of sushi. Wow, <sighs> I would vomit after one one of those little things of yeah. sushi. Now, I had it's one bite. Nasty. I would have one bite. No, thank you. And it would be over. Uh, they would they would make up their money that they yeah. lost on Bobrowski. <laughs> uh, here's kind of a fascinating study, too. Uh, I love it when this happens because we're always told that science knows everything. And then it turns out, eh, maybe not so much. Do you know that doctors have found there is no evidence of a link between high levels of bad cholesterol and heart disease? <laughs> yes! Yeah, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Give it three weeks; they'll change the study back. And with this claim, a number of leading cardiologists say statins taken by millions of people to tackle cholesterol don't have any benefit. Oh my gosh! So you're paying all that money, you're wasting all that time, you're putting that stuff in your body again, and it's not doing anything for you. They suggest the drugs won't treat heart disease. They say high bad cholesterol levels don't necessarily lead to heart disease. 17 physicians across the world appear to have dispelled the theory that there are links between having high LDLC levels known as bad cholesterol and fatty deposits that clog arteries. There's no there's no link. What does cause it then? Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. Salt, cholesterol, what else have we heard lately that everything you ever believed has been, been turned upside down? It didn't it used to be eggs, right? Mm. So, uh, so eggs, right? Yeah. Eggs was a big thing. Fri- fried foods, mm-hmm. right? So we can go and have all the sushi we want, apparently. I guess I guess so, mm-hmm. if you wanted it, yes, but I, I mean, frankly don't. No, thanks. Uh, Nico in California. Hi, you're on The Blaze. 
veterans are not being taken care of properly. They're they're being abused by the swamp here in in California. The 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 abusiveness of the uh, of uh, Garcetti and the rest of his uh, people are not helping veterans. And we're asking Beck and the rest of you to uh, send a rescue team to rescue some of these veterans that are in the swamp still. That are in the swampsville. Swamp the the, yeah. the swamp of the swamp of California the where mm-hmm. the the where the the, the um, the Marxist are, you know, and, uh, yeah. and Beck hasn't, hasn't responded to me. I know Beck's in L.A. right now, but he won't respond uh-huh. to me. So so I'm uh-huh. I'm imploring you to uh, make an a, appeal to bring some some rescue to a veteran that's been in um, forced exclusion for many years now. Mm. Well, hang on a second. We'll get some information from you, uh, Nico. I don't fully know the story there. Uh, Gordon in Florida. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey Pat. Hey, hey uh, I wanted to comment on the uh, the Florida governor race. I uh, I actually live in Florida, but I I personally think that Gillum is going to win. Uh, and reason being, uh, Rick Scott uh, made the political mistake of uh, he he took our deficit uh, or our, uh, our budget and turned it black by cutting pension funds and uh, you know taking teachers' raises and things like that. And uh, the state of Florida. Uh, we have a very high uh, rate of um, you know government uh, government employees and things like that. And Gillum, you know, a socialist uh, and uh, DeSantis being as conservative as he is, I don't think he has a chance. Oh with, my gosh! Uh, the handouts and things like that. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. But that would uh, be a disaster mm-hmm. for Florida, wouldn't it? I mean, that would be an absolute disaster. Uh, appreciate the call, thanks, uh, Gordon. Frightening, though. I mean, absolutely frightening. You imagine if he wins in Florida, he's the governor, and then Beto wins in Texas. Oh. Holy cow! Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Ah, it's time for chewing the fat with jeffy by the way be on the lookout for chewing the fat extra fatness double xl <laughs> coming up uh debuting october 1st october 1st right? yes oh. a daily podcast uh coming at you during the afternoons uh, just look for it. Go ahead and uh, you know rate and review. Subscribe. Okay, it'll be there for you. We're looking mm-hmm. forward to it. So nice. I'm excited. I'm excited about it, and I kind of like the uh, chewing the fat. Extra fatness. Mm-hmm. No, no, extra fatness. No, that's not what I was. Oh, you don't. It's the double oh, I XL. See. I see. You're not going for extra fatness. I mean, double uh, double see, XL. That just kind means of there's more chewing that. the fat. There's extra fat to chew because <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a half hour of it. It's a full show of it. So, I, mean, hold on, hold on. so no, I appreciate it. You know what I'm Thank saying? You. Yeah, no, I, I got right? it. Yeah, okay. no, I got That's it. a Monday, October 1st, <laughs> and this is something folks can download on That's their correct. devices. It's a daily podcast. Daily. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, cool. So is there a certain time every day that folks can look for it? Um, 4-22-30. <laughs> Eastern? 4-22-30 Central. Okay, wow. Time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. If it's not so. there at 4-22-30, you know, wait. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes it'll be after every day. Every it's got to be after this show because you'll be doing it in here, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. So this Correct. is the room you'll be mm-hmm. in. So we'll right. make room for you. Yeah. You yeah. When we Your show's over. Get like out. It. When we feel like Your it, show's we'll over. get out. Get out. <laughs> when we feel like it. Once your show's over, the studio ain't yours anymore, bro. <laughs> Jeffy, did you? When we feel like it. Did you hear the story about the buffet, the all-you-can-eat buffet? You know, you know all-you-can-eat <laughs> owners really ticked me off. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. All-you-can-eat means all-you-can-eat. All you that's, that's false happened advertising. Before. Yeah, that's happened before. And, and I don't I, see how I they can say, get away with I it. I will say, I don't want to go down the... I don't want to go down the racist trail, right? But it does seem to happen a lot with uh, Oriental restaurants that say all you can eat. They don't mm-hmm. mean all you can eat. What they do they don't mean. mean they, they don't. They, they mean they mean all you can eat until they decide uh-huh. that's, that's enough. That's enough. You've had enough. You've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should say. It should say all yeah. you can eat until we think you've had enough. Well, this guy isn't even a big fat guy. He's like five seven one seventy four. Yeah, it sounded like he's on. Uh, well, he's on. He's the, a bodybuilder though. Well, he sounded like he's on uh, like the diet that many of us are on. Uh, the intermittent fasting diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, many of us are on that. Uh, I mean, many many of us are. Uh-huh. The intermittent fasting, where you okay. you know you you eat and then you fast. Yeah, and then you eat and then you fast. Well, it's not called. I don't know eating the time between <laughs> lunch and dinner. Well, you, intermittent fasting, you do it a little bit longer, <laughs> a little you? bit longer periods between eating. I see. Okay. All right. Yeah, you just don't. Mm-hmm. It's not like every hour. Okay. I mean, you wait a few hours. Mm-hmm. He's waiting twenty. Yeah, I don't know, that was the story. It's twenty. Yeah. Yeah, it does, it, look, mm-hmm. what's the old joke? I remember the old cartoon years ago where the the guy at the all you can eat uh, counter with the all you can eat sign behind him is on the phone, and there's this huge, big, fat lady standing in front of the counter, and the caption is "Battle Stations." <laughs> I mean that that those days are gone, mm-hmm. right? Those days are gone. It's 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 Battle Stations until we've decided. Mm, you know what? You, you've had enough. Yeah, it's time for you to go. Yeah, and that's just wrong. It is wrong. That's just wrong. It's either all you can eat or it's not. Or it's not. Yeah. And tell me, you know, I'm okay with with telling me. You know, look, we, you get you, you get you get 18 plates. You could say, yeah, you could say all you can eat up to 20 plates of sushi. Whatever. Or all you can eat up to 10, whatever it is. If you could I mean, you could put a lot of food on 10 plates, right? I mean, you can put a little bit. Like <laughs> this guy had 100 of them. <laughs> A hundred plates of sushi. I mean, that's doing some distance on some sushi. Now. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. But still, it's all you can it's eat. It's all you can eat. I paid. Do you mean it or don't you? I paid. I'm here. I get yeah. to be here. All you can eat. I didn't leave. Right. You know. I mean, I, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of false advertising. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's also uh, speaking of false advertising. It's National Cheeseburger Day, and I expect the cheeseburgers to be here. Well, yeah, that's think, interesting. You should mention that. I think they're waiting for us up front, but uh, you know, you could have swung by there. Wait, back what? Mm-hmm. You know, next time so, maybe, maybe it's called mm-hmm. official. All right, well, I'm ready to celebrate then. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you're talking about Kavanaugh, though. Uh, really, uh, where we're at in today's world, mm-hmm. uh, someone just sent me this uh, on my uh, social media feed, and I thought, Poof, man, if that isn't true, where we're at in America today. And uh, if you're watching on Blaze Television, you'll see a young man at a restaurant uh, similar to Hooters. And uh, the caption uh, reminds us that, uh, sadly for this young man, uh, he can never be a Supreme Court justice. He can never be in political office at all anymore because uh, she is uh, holding a young man and the young man is uh, 
Checking has out, his has out, his hand checking out the produce. Yes, has his hand uh, <laughs> oh played strategically, uh, <laughs> just like every other young man in America does when held by a young female. Yeah, that, that'll be discovered by a Senate. <laughs> so he's done. At some point. It's over. Yeah. It's gone. Have I a hope nice you're day. It's not funny. being a judge. It's over. It's gone. Have a nice it's funny. That's uh, and that's true. Yeah, pretty close. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is pretty darn close. Uh, big Emmys last night. I know you covered a little bit of the oh, Emmys. you sure did on Twitter. Ooh, we're grateful That's for that. I watched the Emmys. Yeah, thank you for doing that for the rest of us so that You're we welcome. didn't have to. I, I Follow at Jeffy MRA It's on fascinating. Twitter. It was you fascinating can... last night. Well, and was it? It was. Good. I enjoyed, there was a couple things that I actually enjoyed. It was not a lot of Trump bashing. Oh, there wasn't? It was not bad at all. Oh, I thought really. there was. No, it was not that bad. Mm. Uh, they, mm. kept, they toned it down quite a bit. Uh, you know, a few little inside jokes here and there and, you know, little things. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of things happened uh, outside of the actual show. But the show that aired was pretty tame. Uh, there was, it wasn't too bad at all. However, we do get news that, uh, you know, uh, 10.2 million viewers, uh, the lowest ever uh, coming in. Yeah, lowest ever. Uh, that's that's pretty, pretty cool. That's just, I mean, they've been down quite a bit. I mean, you, you look at... Uh, you look at what they're talking about, like in uh, 2013, yeah. they had... Keep talking. We're celebrating National Cheeseburger Day They had here. 15... Thanks, thanks Lori. to Lori D. Lori Thank D you. again. <laughs> they had 12 million viewers in 2014. They had 11.8. So it's been going down drastically a lot every year the last two or three years. And look, I mean, it is about patting themselves on the back, and there's only so many award shows we can have. But with the creation of... You know, Netflix and Hulu and HBO and now, you know, and all the other uh, streaming services that are providing mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big days yep. for uh, viewing okay. uh, on television. So, I, yep. you know, I mean, yep. and think of this now Walk with with all the shows that uh, Netflix <laughs> has and all the shows that uh, that they have. They didn't. I mean, Amazon and Hulu have won a best series Emmy, not Netflix. Mm. Netflix has never won a best series. Why do you think that is? Oh wow! I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Just walk us mm-hmm. through this, right? I mean, they have. Uh, so look, mm-hmm. you know, Game of Thrones was huge, right? You're going to win. Mm-hmm. This is their last year. They go away. Uh, so you know, maybe Netflix gets a shot then with some of their shows. And, and look, does Netflix need an Emmy to be to say that we are great? Uh, no, mm. no, they don't. I mean, they've got they're putting in billions of dollars on their original. Didn't they tie shows. with HBO for the most Emmys though last night? Yes, but not best series. Okay. Yes, yes, they did. So that's they, the one they lack is yes. best series. Yes, and you know, look, do they need that? They I, were know, nominated nice though. To put on the with, shelf. Uh, Stranger Things huh. got nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think didn't did Ozark get it, mm-hmm. or did they give that to the actors? They Ozark was in the actors, yeah, um, not the actual series. Which Ozark, you know, they actually deserve that. Yeah. One of the things that. Um, really ticks me off about these uh, award shows, though, is the shows like Outstanding Writing for a Variety Series. And you touched on this with, you know, Samantha Bee being uh, nominated. And, you know, John Oliver won. But what kills me about these shows, I just want you to, uh, people, this is a little inside baseball, but we do shows here on this network with the staff of half a person. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> One person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you look at these series, Samantha Bee, all right, puts on a 30-minute show once a week. 30-minute show. Yep. Once a week. What's nominated? She's the show is nominated with along with 11 writers. All right? Yeah. John Oliver won. He puts on an hour show on HBO once, for a, once week. a week. Once a week. Once a 14 week. writers. That's amazing. Right? Seth Meyers late night. Now he does a show every night. 
right? So uh, yep. Seth is what an hour or a half hour? I really don't know. Uh, probably an, an hour. I think it's an hour. Probably an hour. Yeah. He has seventeen writers. Seventeen writers. Saturday Night Live, hour and a half, once a week. Right. Thirty-one writers. Hour and a half, once Jeez. a week. Thirty-one writers. Colbert, he does. That's an hour, right? Colbert's an yep. hour once, mm-hmm. and that's every day, right? That's five yes. five shows a week. He has twenty-one writers. I mean, that is just it's incredible. That's criminal. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, those guys. You want to talk about a waste of money, right? <laughs> I mean, wow. And maybe it's not a waste of money because you know maybe without those writers, <laughs> I mean, then you have just Stephen Colbert, and and that would be ooh. a catastrophic. Let ooh. him do his own show with his own words. And let's see what happens. I mean, let's see what happens. It's amazing to me these shows with, with all the writers. It really is. I uh, you know look. I'm not. I'm not patting anybody in talk radio. Well, yes, I am. I'm patting talk radio on the back right now because mm-hmm. when you come to talk radio and you listen, the hosts are on the air. I mean, they're lucky to have a producer. Yeah, uh, they're lucky to have somebody answering phone calls because some shows you answer your own darn calls mm-hmm. while you're live on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get what you get, yeah. And it's either good or bad, but you, it's there. Mm. It's there, right? You're laying it out for the people, yeah. And I mean, these yeah. shows uh, pat themselves on the back for being so good and funny. And I got news for you, uh, they're not. Uh, that's yeah, that's true. Uh, they're not very true. I mean, Samantha B came here when she filmed her thing uh, with Glenn, uh, and she. I thought I thought we were filming a movie. Yeah, I honestly thought we were filming some sort of movie. She must have had 30 people. At least. At had to least. Be 30. Yeah. Just to film a, a segment yeah. for her 30-minute show. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's right. way- and she came here claiming that, oh, I, I want to get along. I, well. I, I want to be, be a solution, not the problem. Do you? Really? Do you? Okay. Yeah. How'd that go? How'd that go, Pumpkin? Do you? Okay. okay. One of my favorite uh, things that happened on the Emmys, though, was a video that uh, Che did, you know, one of the co-hosts. Um, he did a thing. It was really funny. It was a, He was a produced bit, and it was called a Reparations Emmy. And uh, I w- I'll play a little bit of it for you here. It's about it's a couple minutes into it. The, the whole bit was three or four minutes. But uh, this is two minutes of him giving Reparations Emmys. And uh, it was pretty. it was pretty funny. Here you go. What he did was uh, he found uh, he found all the old actors that are African American for mm-hmm. that have acted in sitcoms and comedies, you know, all through the years, and he brought them to the screen and giving them reparation Emmys. It's pretty funny. Excuse me, Miss Marla Gibbs. Oh, Marla Gibbs from like the Jeffersons. To you this reparations Emmy. Well, your role as Florence the Maid is the reason why I got fired from every service job I've ever had. Well, thank you. I think. <laughs> is this the real Emmy? Jimmy yes, Walker. It's the real thing. What do you think? Man, I can't, I cannot believe Jimmy this. Walker. I just got one word for this thing. Well, say it. It is dynamic! <laughs> <laughs> no way he's saying dynamite anymore. He hates saying that. Kadeem Hardison. Man, what up, Jay? Man, your character... Kadeem Harrison, Wayne on a different, different world. world. Oh, did you realize how many young really brothers funny. you actually inspired to go to college? Well, I'm glad you went to college, bro. It's yeah, beautiful. No, no, he didn't, though, go to college. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. went to college. Yeah, I went to Man, college. Jaleel, yeah, no, Steve Urkel was the OG black nerd. I mean, if it wasn't for you, there'd be no Donald Glover. There'd be no Kanye West. There'd be no Obama. 
did I do that? <laughs> the classic lines from the show is really good. This is for your amazing work on Martin, on Everybody Hates Chris, yeah, she and was for being pound for pound the best sitcom actress I have ever seen. So the, That's where the she Academy just gave it. this to you? Let's just say I stole it from Bill Cosby. You what? Do you know nobody from the Wild won an Emmy? I know, and Brian Cranston won like six for Breaking Bad. If Brian Cranston got so six sitting at a little outdoor he restaurant. Got like ten in. Anybody from the Wire is better than Brian Cranston. Beat you know he only won because he's white. Right? Absolutely. The only reason he won. Absolutely. If he was black, he'd probably bagging groceries at Trader Joe's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cranston's sitting behind him listening. To- <laughs> Mr. John Witherspoon, I present to you this reparations Emmy. That's for your this lifetime is really good. Of work on John Witherspoon is really funny. Legend. I've met him a couple times. And it's about time you got recognized. Man. I want to enjoy that. 1968. I spy. I spy. No, 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 no. no. I can't have this in my house. It's reparation Emmy. It's for you. Reparation is not for Emmy. It's for 40 acres and a mule. I don't have 40 acres and a mule. Well, get me 40 mules and an acre. I'll take that. Who got me four acres in a mule? I'll take that. It's funny. <laughs> really funny. I, was, I thought that was pretty funny. The rest of the uh, uh, the entertainment, uh, the entertainment sections of the Emmys where they all try to be funny and have their little jokes, mm-hmm. not that funny. I read a really bad review on them. Said, you know, how, how ridiculous the uh, Emmys were, one of the worst presentations ever. Many of it was. Really bad hosts. Many of it was, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, uh, I appreciate uh, they were okay. I, I, they were trying to be what they were. I just don't know that it worked. I don't think it sold across America. And the ratings, obviously, it didn't work Terrible. because, uh, well, and they broke it down. I didn't go into the big breakdown, but as they broke it down into the ratings, uh, people went away before the, even the big awards happened. So people were there at the beginning, and then they left within an hour, right? So, uh, and that's when, actually, that's when Monday Night Football went up was after that but uh so people showed up and said hey let's all right the emmys and then whatever they thought it was going to be it was not <laughs> that's very disappointing very disappointing um a couple things happened in uh in florida uh the last last little while that's kind of disappointing uh i've lived in florida for a number of years in my life and uh i can't tell you how many times i've walked the beach waiting for pot to roll up on uh, or waiting for some sort of package to just wash up on the shore, never like just randomly, mm-hmm. or just did you happened. have it set up ahead? So of time? in flat, no, just ran, just random because oh, that's okay. what happens. It's just you now that we've had storms in the Atlantic, sure. we've had all mm-hmm. kinds of waters have been rough. Packages are coming up on the coast in Flagler County, uh, and people are people are past two days. Marijuana has rolled up; these big packages have rolled up on the beaches. What? And people are trying. Really? People are feeling that they should. I don't know. Assist in disposing of them from the beach. Yeah. And so some apparently they called and Flagler County's all wound up and they they actually <laughs> they actually one guy one guy took a big a big big package and then he took a little bit out of that package and wrapped it in a towel and put it in his truck. And so he didn't leave. He just standing there and the police showed up and uh he, they asked uh did you what did you have anything and he just pointed to his truck he said yeah it's in the back of my truck and they said uh why uh why didn't you say anything when you alerted law enforcement i figured uh you know i didn't know if the sheriff's office was going to come or not i'm just waiting for you but of course since he had it in the back of the truck then that gives them the probable cause to search was he already high and, before it washed they, up what's his problem and they, you know they they then arrest him Leave, for the brick man. in the back of his truck God. now okay look 
the the people are calling the police saying, "Oh, there's a pet. It's rolling up on the beach." Oh, stop calling the police. Let the people take the pot. Stop it. Well, people, people, are, people are stealing pot off the beach. Well, they're cleaning up the beach. Trying Thank to keep you. it clean, right? There's a picture of a lady that was posted who was digging into one of those big bricks. Now, they don't know who she is. And the police department are asking, uh, you know, if you know this woman, because, uh, you know, they, they want to arrest her for stolen goods. Who exactly did she steal it from? Uh, it was washed up on the beach. Hmm. Uh, I, I get maybe, you know, possession of some sort of illegal substance. Maybe. But uh, stealing it, um, who did she steal it from? Hmm. Uh, I'm not real sure about that. And From the sea. And, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'll have this to say, I believe I saw her. I, I saw her. I saw that lady. She was in Brazil. And, uh, man, I hope you find her there. Do they know the where, last this, time I saw her. where it's actually coming from? No, they don't. Some uh, kind of shipwreck or some something? Of it, and some of it has, uh, some of it usually has, they claim that a lot of it has markings on it. So if I'm that lady, I'm more worried about the people that put markings on it than yeah. the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's why you just take it and keep it in your clothes and don't say anything. Oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Who's taking pictures? That person, that person should be put away with the old person calling about the police washing up on the beach. My gosh. Come on now. Uh, it's an illegal substance in Florida. So. That's not really illegal, though. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's not really illegal. Really is illegal. Well, you know, it's kind of it's yeah. kind. It's still okay. All right, it's we got more okay. uh, chewing the fat coming up here in a sec, with Jeff. <laughs> All right, so I've got uh, I've got some more, a couple of great stories coming up. You'll be happy to hear that uh, children are are still good in America. It's a, it's a it is a really nice story, although. I'm glad he's not my son. Now you can get the real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX earwash system, doctor developed and works safely when all other products fail. If you're like me, you spent years thinking that Q-tips were the thing to do to clean your ears. Uh-uh, wrong. They are not. All the Q-tips do is pack that wax into your ear, and it makes it hard for you to hear, and it's painful, and it's just a... It's just a real difficult time when your ears are hurting. Mm-hmm. Now, the Wax RX system is the method physicians trust the most. It's just like the system they use in their offices. You could go to a doctor, but why? It costs less to do it at home, and it's more convenient. And it's more fun. Like If you don't have a pet, then, then you could get one out of this. You'd have clean ears and a new pet. But it depends on you know if like I have a new pet. I, oh, the stuff a... that came out of my ears, I was actually Did you ever it was name that, by the way? No, it passed away. Thanks for bringing oh, that up. Yeah, oh, no, it didn't live very so long. Sorry, man. Go to waxrx.com. Go to usewaxrx.com. usewaxrx.com for your reusable earwash system today. Offer code radio. You put the offer code in. Ha! Amazing. They ship it right to your house for free. Usewaxrx.com. Have the cleanest darn ears in the neighborhood. Usewaxrx.com. usewaxrx.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Finishing up chewing the fat with Jeffy. Good news for uh, human prostitutes. Uh, silicon, the silicon sex dolls at the brothel in <laughs> Turin, Italy. Uh, the sex brothel is being shut down by, by police after two weeks of being open. That's a little. I mean, that's a little pushy. 
all right, what's the problem? It's a, it's a, they're robots. There's, it's a place that people go. They pay hard-earned money. You can pay $87 for a half hour or $108 an hour to rent the room with the sex robots. But no, so they shut the place down. So, I mean, that's kind of good news for the humans, right? Seems like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, until they, they, they have, uh, the police are shutting them down because of, you know, zoning issues and where they're at. And then, mm-hmm. of course, after they shut it down, they want to talk about, well, we're going to make sure that they're keeping them clean. Well, of course they're keeping them clean. Why wouldn't they keep them clean? I mean, that's just silly. So, anyway, I was, uh, today's a big day uh, for a book that mm-hmm. uh, I'm supposed to read by Glenn Beck called uh, Addicted to Outrage. But this weekend, and I was going to get started on it this weekend because I got a copy uh, end of last week, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <clears throat> they uh, don't tell anybody though because I found where they stashed them in the building, and I just took one. Oh, oh wow! And uh, yeah, and so those of you that ordered pre-ordered, getting yours uh, delivered today at home. If you can't read. Uh, what's the point of stealing a book? Well, see now that's why I love this. But I found this video mm-hmm. online this weekend. A new book. It's called. Uh, <clears throat> it's called Why Socialism Works, oh, and wow. it is tremendous. Nice. And, okay. and this is exactly the kind of book that I can read myself. Okay, mm-hmm. so All if right. those of you watching on Blaze Television will be able to watch uh, the book that I read this weekend. I, I don't see anything. Okay, so apparently it's just the still. It's not the video. Oh, but uh, well, it's got a triangle in the middle okay. of it, though. It, the vi- the book itself uh-huh. uh, opens up to every page mm-hmm. saying. It doesn't. <laughs> okay. Oh, and the so, socialism works, and then you every, open it every up, page is, and it says it doesn't. It doesn't. And you turn the page. And it, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> and, and, and that's a perfect, perfect book. How does it end? That it doesn't work. It, it, it ends it with does, it, it doesn't. doesn't work. Well, they haven't okay. written a book well enough to make it work. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Appreciate your being with us. 888-900-3393. Uh, we're going to be joined by uh, Troy Walker here in a second. When we last talked to Troy from Dog Tag Furniture, uh, there were some really th- weird things going on with the town he lives in. And that's finally uh, all been resolved and we want to uh kind of talk to troy about what was happening and what's coming up here uh troy welcome back to the blaze hi hey great to be back guys um tell us what was what was going on in in your town i was being accused of everything and anything and uh just to be look be made to look bad pretty much unbelievable i mean and so it took a while to resolve that but you've been completely exonerated of of anything yep all charges have been have been dropped and currently i have no charges Uh, i'm trying to keep it that way (laughs) yeah well so are they just hassling you because you're helping veterans are they pissed off about american flags about veterans what is the deal um, they're really upset over the fact that I gave people who don't have a voice a voice, especially in their neighborhood. Yeah. They've tried to pass some draconian 
you know, ordinances, and um, I, I spoke out against it. Um, and then every time they try to come after me to make me look like a fool, um, fortunately, I had a lot of supporters on my side, and that's how Dog Take kind of got big. Mm-hmm. Was those supporters called like the news and said, "Hey, they're picking on this guy. Go investigate it." Pretty unbelievable that that a city uh, would hassle a person who is trying to help veterans uh, yep. and veterans' families who have who've, yep. who've lost their loved one. Yep. Yeah, they Amazing. try to accuse me of anything and everything, and I really think it's because we were doing such good work. Yeah. And um, they were, we were leaving them out of the mix, and they weren't getting any of the praise for it. In fact, they were getting the worst, the other part of it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. So, so Troy, now uh, looking forward, now your uh, your business and the good work you're doing for the families of deceased soldiers and mm-hmm. their families, uh, it's kind of been put into jeopardy. So, tell us about the push you're making for Veterans Day, which is what six weeks away. Yeah, uh, November 11th, Veterans Day. Um, we've been talking with Home Depot and a couple of our sponsors, and we wanted to come out of the gates exploding. And um, the idea was passed that let's try to break a world record and build as many flags as we can. Wow, wow. So what is the world record? Well, uh, there's no category, and there's no world record, but you can create <laughs> okay. a category yeah. with the approval of Guinness, and we're in talks with them, and the number was floated 5,000 flags in one day would be enough, but enough to be breakable. Wow. 5,000 can be breakable? Yeah. We figure um, last year we did uh, about 1,200 flags in an uh, hour and a half. Okay. So we're going to try to multiply that by, like, four, and then after we're done, we're going to have a celebration. Nice. <laughs> okay, so... In order to make 5,000 flags uh, in a day, you're going to need some serious help, I'm guessing. What, what do you need to make this possible? Well, we always need um, cash donations. Um, okay. Home Depot has stepped forward. They're going to supply all the lumber. Rust-Oleum has supplied all the spray paint. Uh, uh, Bear Stain has supplied all the stain. And to give you some idea numbers, um, Home Depot is trying to donate $50,000 just worth the wood. Wow. We we need to paint, and we're painting right now. We need to paint seventy five thousand sticks prior to the buildathon. Okay. And um, one hundred and ninety gallons of stain, and nine hundred spray cans of spray paint will be before we even assemble them. Jeez. Okay. So, um, how do people get involved? Obviously, they can donate at dogtagfurniture.com and and they yeah. can buy the flags and and or donate. Yeah. Um, but if if you need, do you need manpower as well? How how do we they need, do that? So how we're we're hoping to have 500 people. We're going to rent the fairgrounds here. Um, that's the biggest place that we could find in our in our area. Okay. And we're just hoping that you know people make a day of it. They come out with their family. They build some flags. And then when we're done around, hopefully around three o'clock, we're just going to turn into a huge celebration. We're raffling off an Indian motorcycle. Um, we're going to try to get some really big door prizes and we're just going to, and we're going to have a band called Blackbird Anthem. They've been a great partner of us. They're writing us a song actually, and they're going to debut it at the event. Oh, that's great. Wow. So I guess the thought process is if 500 people make 10 flags each, you're there, right? About, yeah. 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 All right. And do you have a place, uh, do you have a place where people can sign up on the website for this or do you just want them to show up at a certain place at a certain time 
No, we need uh, that's why we need cash donations because we're going to we're going to hopefully have like a pig roast or a, a and a meat roast and okay. stuff like that. Nice. And a vegetarian option. Okay. But <laughs> All right. We need to we need a head count prior. So if you go to our Facebook page or our website, you can click on uh, event tickets and um, book your free ticket. We also mm-hmm. have options if you want a VIP seating and if you want any um, additional raffle tickets and stuff like that. So we did a lot of bundles together. So every bundle you you save about at least twenty five to fifty dollars per bundle. And again, just to remind people, because we haven't uh, we haven't talked about this for a little while, um, but. The proceeds go to uh, to pay for the funerals of vets who have died, um, yes. and a lot of people don't know this, but the vets receive, especially if the, if they've if they've committed suicide, they receive mm-hmm. what up twenty five to three hundred dollars something uh, yes, to that sir. effect uh, for their funeral. So yeah, so we our net proceeds pay for funerals and fundraising, mm-hmm. and and of course our bills I have to put that out there disclaimer right. <laughs> Um, and yes, uh, a lot of people that are under, under this misconception, and I was one of them until about six years ago that I had, I get a free funeral cause I'm a veteran mm. and, uh, even recruiters have told me that and people come up to me all the time and say that I'm lying or I'm wrong. And then it hits home to them. And then they find out, no, they don't get a free funeral. They get a free hole in the ground and a marker. Jeez. That's amazing. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Really? We just had uh, a vet um, commit suicide. Um, again, same misconception. Mm-hmm. The spouse calls us up and says, I don't believe it. I thought we got free funerals. Mm. Wow. And I have actually been called hack- heckled during speeches by, uh, by VA representatives who are misinformed. And then when they look at it, they're like, holy cow, it's only $300, up to $300. Yeah. And sometimes and it's... Had- Sometimes it's $25, right? Yeah, it's up to. They put yeah. that in there for up to. The government right. wants to cover their basis, and then we don't know the formula. <laughs> and even the more sad thing, if you go to va.gov backslash funeral benefits, you'll also see that a, for a soldier who dies in combat only receives up to $2,000 in funeral benefits. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. I mean, funerals can easily cost seven, ten thousand um, dollars easily yes and they can and um, we we try to pay up to thirty four hundred dollars um, in some cases more in some cases less our board is really good like this last funeral I was able to call the funeral home and say hey can you can you just work with us this one time you know and help a veteran out and you know and we'll make sure you get your money and everything in the in most funeral homes are very pleasant to work with, contrary to popular belief. They really are. Yeah. Well, that's good. And as uh, long as you go, mm-hmm. go there, and you, well, that's the one thing that we want to tell everyone, if before you call a, before you go into the funeral home, even if we can't financially help you or you don't need financial help, please call me, and that way a non-emotional person can talk to them. Yeah, that's a, that's great. Troy, uh, it's great to have you back, and, and thanks for doing what you're doing. Yeah, uh, if people want, would like to help out, uh, it's dogtagfurniture.com. Dogtagfurniture.com. And .org. And .org? Yeah, we finally had enough money to buy another domain name. All right, good. Good. So dogtagfurniture.com and dogtagfurniture.org. Both of those? Yes, sir. All yeah, right. direct to the same site. All right, Troy, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. Talk Appreciate to you again. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just a really good... I mean... He doesn't get anything out of this. Nope. He doesn't get anything out of it.
He 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 just uh, can't stand by and let veterans not be buried. <laughs> I mean, when, uh, and and let the families go into bankruptcy trying to bury their loved ones. So um, he's doing a, a really amazing service. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's awesome. Uh, let's go to Dave in Ohio. Hey, Dave, you're on the blaze. Pat, how are you doing today? Doing good. Yeah, I was hoping I had an idea for the Republican Party to maybe run some ads about, because you're hearing all these socialists appear today and talk about how socialism and nationalized health care and this. I was wondering if, you know, you know, show like a commercial of them talking in their own words of what they like to do, and then show some of the pioneers of the past with socialism, like Stalin, Mao, even Hitler. He was a socialist, too. Yes, and then say, well, you know, that was just in the past, but here's place you can know show venezuela and just list some of the things that you know what they believe and what some of the pioneers in the past of socialism i think they like should a, do that too I, like a stalin or a mao i mean yeah, it really clarify off. what they're what they like and you know what they like and what they want to do and you know i think it might clear people into what really like say a democratic socialist like bernie sanders or mao mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. you know i mean you know mm-hmm. really get their message out there for them yeah, I would love that too. Uh, I don't think appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. I, I don't think Republicans have the giblets to do that. <laughs> to, wow, you've pulled out giblets for the first time in a long time. Uh-huh. The audience I know has been missing that. <laughs> Thank you. Sure, I, I didn't realize you were waiting for that, but uh, oh yeah, it's been giblet free yeah. for way too long. Okay, I'm being sincere. You don't you don't believe me? No, I, I believe you. you better believe, believe me. So it's uh, they they don't though uh, they don't have the nerve to to pull something like that off because they'd get too much flack for you're comparing Bernie Sanders or Alexandria Ocasio Cortez to Stalin and Hitler. Well, yeah, it's the same ideology. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Yes, and then just stand up to it. But they wouldn't. They'd never do that because the outcry uh, would shame them, and they would. They would apologize and they would take it down. That's that's what would happen. Because they're gutless and gibletless. Yes, yes, gibletless. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up here. Pat Gray only on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, so it looks like uh, uh, Senator Grassley scheduled a hearing for Monday for Kavanaugh and his accuser, Christine Blasey Ford, uh-huh. to answer questions from senators about this new allegation. Uh, Grassley said today, though, that his office has reached out several times to Ford and her attorneys to talk about her allegation, but he's heard nothing back. Uh oh. He said, We've reached out to her in the last 36 hours three or four times by email, and we've not heard from them. And it kind of raises the question do they, do they want to come to the public hearing or not? It kind of does raise that question, doesn't it? Huh. You want to come to the hearing or not? <laughs> so there may not be a hearing. I mean, maybe they'll still ask Kavanaugh the questions, but she may not be there. Why wouldn't you be there? 
wonder if it actually didn't happen. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to lie to, to the Senate. Maybe uh, she's forgotten. I don't know. Maybe. That she needs to get back to them. What am I resisting? I don't know. Collectivization of manufacture? Institutionalization of the human psyche? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. But I do know one thing. It's a... It's a not for, no, I don't know that. Oh, thing I was just I was about so to praise you on uh, that. It's a symbol of irreversibility oh. that, uh, huh? you know, the, gun? <laughs> the gun, gun can never be eradicated from the earth. So. Line, line, please. Actually, I transcribed that, <laughs> that whole thing on Twitter over the weekend, and I had to keep Did starting you? and stopping the thing. I had to go back, and I had to keep typing it, and I'm thinking, <laughs> how the hell does Pat do this? He doesn't have it in front of him ever, and he gets it verbatim. And this uh-huh. one time, I was about to praise you, and you blew it. And blew it. But hey, you know yeah. what? Congrats, though. What are you going to do? Do a much better job at that than I do. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, I wanted to play this uh, Captain Marvel uh, trailer because we were we were marveling last week that Captain <laughs> Marvel was going to be a woman. Then we found out well, Captain Marvel's there. always been a woman. See what you did? Uh huh. See what I did? Yeah, you're a professional. You know. I that? know. <laughs> I know. That's why I make the big bucks. <laughs> So, anyway, they've released the first trailer. Now, this doesn't come out till March, but it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, here's the first trailer of Captain Marvel, featuring a woman, as always. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, she crashed right into a house. Though. Right into a roof. Fell out of the sky into a blockbuster video. Like an angel? Yep. Um... <laughs> There's no blockbuster videos to crush it. universal language. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Space invasion. Big car chase. Truth be told, I was ready to hang it up till I met you today. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. What we makes have no idea what hurts are out there. A hero. We can't do this alone. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. Captain Marvel. Wow. That looks pretty good, right? Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the story at all. So is she from here? Maybe somebody who knows the comics can fill us in on that because I'm curious now. Yeah, we need a comic book expert to kind of clue us uh-huh. in because this is one superhero I am I, completely I don't unfamiliar with. I, I've heard of Captain Marvel. Marvel. I've just, I don't know the story at all. I thought I did, but nope. Must have been thinking about Captain America. That's what I, I think that's what I was 
thinking. Not to be confused with yeah, it's Captain Planet. Not the same. Boy, Is that, there a Captain Planet too? Oh, sweet. Oh, really? Boy. Yes. Uh, that would be a Ted mm. Turner creation um, where uh, they tried to save the Earth from uh, all oh, that's bad right. polluters and whatnot. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, not yeah. fun at all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed, uh, where Tom tweets, now we have to reset the giblets countdown clock. Yeah, the, <laughs> the giblets countdown clock has probably been running for a while, right? How yeah, long has it been? I, I don't know what we got up to, but uh, it's got to be reset because it's only been a few minutes now. I mean, yeah, you know, like you see this uh, along like uh, I, I just remember the uh, New Jersey, the, the uh, Port Authority there, mm-hmm. the the, the bu- bus terminal. They had this many days since an accident. Right, since there was an oh, accident, yeah, right, right, and it's like how this many, many days, days since, since a giblet <laughs> reference <laughs> from TJ Toppin. Yes, we have the giblets back. The long wait is over. Yes, and Ellen in Oklahoma. <laughs> if it's all the same to you, I'd rather not see Pat Pat's giblets. Uh, thank you. Hmm. Huh. I, I don't. I don't know that I offered to show anybody. <laughs> right? my, I don't know where that came I don't think from. I did offer to show anybody <laughs> my giblets. I don't. Think you did <laughs> What did I say? Hey, do you want to see my giblets? That's never know. happened. Those what's... words have never been spoken until just then. What's on the brain there, Alan, in Oklahoma? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> That's a little wishful thinking on his part, I'm thinking. <laughs> no! The answer is no, no Alan. It is a, is a definite no. no. I'm not doing it. Nope. I'm not going to show you my giblets. And if you, if you do decide to go that route, you please inform me and give me <laughs> a few seconds to get out the room. Uh, All right. So the Emmys were last night. Um, We showed you the director who proposed to his uh, girlfriend during the Emmys. That was really fun. Um, But also there was an actress last night who supported Colin Kaepernick at the blackish star Jennifer Lewis, uh, I guess, was out on the red carpet and she was wearing her Nikes. Here's what she had to say. Mm Why are you wearing Nike? I am wearing Nike to applaud them for supporting Colin Kaepernick and his protest against racial injustice and police brutality. And police brutality. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. The problem is they think everything is police brutality, uh, even things that have been proven not to be. You know, we have a situation in Dallas right now that's really kind of strange. And I. I don't know what happened in this particular thing, but there was a female police officer here that, first of all, said she she went into the wrong apartment at, at night, and she thought it was her apartment. It was somebody else's, and uh, the door was ajar, and she pushed open the door, and so it wasn't her apartment. It was this other guy's, uh, a black man, and... She shot him because she thought he was an intruder in her house. What? Terrible. Uh, Really strange. Very, very strange. Well, she's been charged with manslaughter. So is that not exactly what you would want in order for justice to prevail? You'd you'd want to put her on trial for for manslaughter because... um, I mean, first of all, the story is kind of iffy. Nobody really knows what was going on. Could it have been some kind of really bizarre, weird accident and mistake? Yes. Um, but it's it sounds strange, and there's been differing stories. And, 
neighbors said they heard other things, like her knocking on the door. And uh, uh, immediately followed by at least two gunshots. And so they have charged her. And that's what you would expect for justice to prevail. So I don't know. Where's the the police brutality when it happens? I, I think is generally prosecuted. There's only been a couple of cases where I think maybe justice did not prevail. But they seem to paint all of these instances with the same brush. And it's just, it's wrong. It's wrong. And Colin Kaepernick certainly doesn't know what he's talking about. And he has does, no idea. It does a lot of damage to a society. And, really does. And makes a dangerous job even more dangerous when yep. you're setting off the public over lies. It's terrible. Uh, GD in Florida. Explain Captain Marvel for us. Oh, so cool. I'm excited. Oh. Hey. Howdy, Beth. Hey. All right. So with Captain Marvel, originally Captain Marvel was a Kree battle soldier who was a man. Now, oh. huh. he ended up merging his powers uh-huh. uh, when he died with his assistant, Carol Danvers. So the Captain Marvel that they're using is actually just Carol Danvers, who donned the title Captain Marvel after Captain Marvel, whose Cree name was Marvell. Okay. So, mm. that's on there. so she is an Earthling then? Yes, she is an Earthling, whereas Marvell was a Cree. Um, where does this uh where does the space element come in there because she seems to fall out of the sky or something into the blockbuster video store do you, now, with do you the know movie, the, yeah with the movie they're not going to do like a traditional origin story oh uh, they're, they're kind of switching it up just a little bit and uh it's going to focus right in on her getting her already having her powers and uh I don't know exactly how the film is going to do it. I just answered your question about, you know. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, appreciate it. Thanks, Judy. Sounds like we got our first transgender superhero then. <laughs> Maybe. Right? right? Chick Maybe. gets the dude's power or something. And, uh... Well, there's a spaceship that enters into this thing somewhere, apparently. And yeah. I think she comes from the spaceship. Okay. Uh, but then she has the memories of Earth. So I don't know how that's all going to work. Maybe she was on Earth for a long time, and then she went into space, and now she's back. And this time, she's pissed. I, d- I don't know. Oh, I don't know how that works, but that would be a great story, it. right? Yep. She was here, then she left, and now she's come back, and, and now she's pissed off. Well, yeah. I mean, she sees 2018 America. She's like, what in the world <laughs> yeah, happened here? Exactly. You can kind of understand. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Ah, things are fun in Mexico. Right now, it's just so safe and snuggly there. It's, it's great. Why did you have to add right now to that? Because well, for I mean, always. I mean, it's always so, great. Yeah, there. so it's always just, great. You in Mexico. Say, you know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, interesting uh, group of 
Killers arrived on motorcycles to an iconic downtown spot, Plaza Garibaldi, the hub of Mexico City's thriving mariachi music scene. Uh, it's filled with tourists and locals. And and so these guys on motorcycles arrived in their embroidered jackets and slacks, you know, like mariachi artists. But they weren't there to, to play music. They didn't have guitars or ukuleles or trumpets. They were professional hitmen or sicarios disguised as mariachi musicians. And their armed assault late last Friday outside a fast food restaurant left five people dead, including two women and eight injured, and uh, stunned a capital in the midst of Mexican independence celebrations. Video clip of the plaza at the time of the attack showed people scurrying from the normally festive scene as multiple shots rang out, silencing the serenades of mariachi music. On Sunday, media reports indicated that the slayings were linked to a turf war between two rival gangs. Mounting the assault, according to published reports, were assassins from the Union of Tepito Gang, named after the uh, notorious nearby district of Tepito. It's a hub of drug trafficking, extortion rackets, and uh, other illicit activities. The reported targets were members of an upstart rival mob known as the Anti-Union Force, which has been battling the more established syndicate for territory in the uh, city center. So, everything's going fine. Don't don't even worry about it. They, they've got new management. They've got a new president yeah. in Mexico. Everything's fine. So it's, can we, it's great. Can we just go ahead and put this whole need for a wall Yes, to rest? put it to rest, finally. I don't want to hear any more about it. Mm-hmm. You know, good neighbors don't build walls between one another. Right? Huh. So. Good neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. And last year, there was only 20, 21, 22,000 murders uh-huh. in this nation of 110,000 people. It's nothing to worry about. Anybody who crosses the border is going to be a really wonderful, decent, hardworking family person that you don't want to separate from their family that is just here to support their family. That's all. Nobody else is coming across that border, so don't don't even worry about it. That's verifiable. That's verifiable. It's f- proven fact. Proven fact. Hmm. I'm sorry for my, okay. I I apologize for my obviously xenophobic uh, misconceptions. Though. Right. Thank you. So. Thank you for noticing at least that you do have xenophobic misconceptions. Well, I, I appreciate wasn't, that. I wasn't thinking. There's no way that everybody that crosses the border is just here to work hard. And obviously, mm-hmm. I'm wrong. And yeah, I apologize of course, of course that. you're wrong. You're obviously wrong. I'm white. So thank you. How could I be right? And you're so used Ooh. to your white privilege that you uh, just think that there might be some nefarious people that cross the border. <laughs> okay. I need a bumper sticker. I need a self-shaming bumper sticker that says, mm-hmm. I'm white. I can't be right. That's good. I like that. We should make that. I'll work on that one right now. Yeah. In fact. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Also, this is kind of, uh, I guess, silly and frightening and ridiculous. You know, we just beat back an effort to eliminate the word hero from the defenders of the Alamo in Texas. They were going to take that out. It was under consideration to remove the word heroes from the defenders of the Alamo. And fortunately, they came to their senses because people were outraged about it. And they said, okay, we're not going to do that. Then they went the other direction uh, a little too far. 
So now we are going to remember the Alamo, but we could soon forget Hillary Clinton and Helen Keller. As part of an effort to streamline the social studies curriculum in public schools, State Board of Education voted on Friday to adjust what students in every grade are required to learn in the classroom. And among the changes, board members approved the removal of several historical figures, including Hillary Clinton and Helen Keller from the curriculum. What? Why Why would you do that? I mean, I don't want them spun into, you know, heroes necessarily. But if you're going to be factual, you leave them in the curriculum. The board also voted to keep in the curriculum the reference to heroism, as I mentioned, defenders of the Alamo, as well as Moses' influence on the writing of the nation's founding documents. Well, thank you, since that's a fact as well. Multiple references to Judeo-Christian values. Thank you again, since that's a reality also. And a requirement that students explain how the Arab rejection of the state of Israel has led to ongoing conflict in the Middle East. Thank you, since that too is a fact. <laughs> I mean, come on. We can't change history. We can't, we can't change what it was. We can't change our history, and we can't change Israel's history to suit some sort of newfangled uh, sensibility of people. I'm sorry if you don't like it. Actually, I'm not. Tough. If you don't like it, tough. It's what happened. If you don't like the fact that the Constitution was built and construction, constructed on Moses' influence and on Judeo-Christian values, tough. You don't know anything about how this nation was founded then. You haven't read about the Founding Fathers. So the the Friday vote was preliminary. The The board can amend the curriculum changes before uh, taking a final vote in November. Now, why would you take... <clears throat> I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Why should you take Hillary Clinton and Helen Keller out of the curriculum? First of all, Helen Keller, why would you take her out? Well, she was a communist. Mm-hmm. She was a pretty hardcore communist. Um, but you don't, I don't think you remove her from history. You explain to kids. She did some amazing things, kids. But she was a communist. <laughs> So, I don't know if you want to emulate her politics, but man, did she overcome some stuff in her life. I, why wouldn't you just teach it that way? Hillary Clinton was the first lady of the United States of America. How do you remove her from that? Secretary of State. Secretary of State. Uh, Senator from New York. First female uh, nominee of her party for president of the United right. States. There, there's, party? there's no reason to remove her. Why would you? I don't want you to change the things she said, or I don't want you to spin everything she says into something glorious. Yeah, it's not like it's an audio book. You don't listen to her speak. Tell the truth about her. Tell the facts about her. Leave the spin to somebody else. Leave the spin to the news media. They'll do it fine. They'll they do a fine job of that, of spinning everything. But in school, just teach them the facts and let the kids decide. High schoolers have been required to learn about Clinton who was the first woman woman to win a major political party's presidential nomination, as you just said, mm. uh, Keith, in history class. Under a section about citizenship, students were assigned to evaluate the contributions of significant political and social leaders in the United States, including Clinton, Andrew Carnegie, Thurgood Marshall, and Sandra Day O'Connor. Nothing wrong with that. Why would you take that out? 
There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Barry Goldwater was also removed from this teaching requirement. Why? A work group tasked with the curriculum streamlining also recommended removing evangelist and Baptist pastor Billy Graham, but the board uh, voted to keep him. So you're going to keep Billy Graham, but remove Hillary Clinton? I, I don't know. It's just, what is the matter with people? I mean, if we're going to be principal here, we've got to say, um, if you have to choose one over the other. Uh-huh. I, I think you almost go with Hillary Clinton, right? First lady? Okay, hold on. I, what's, I the, what's the criteria? The most influence on a country? That could be a toss-up. Yeah. That could be a toss-up. I mean, they both have a significant influence. So why do we have to take... I mean, I, so leave them both. I would have said that this whole thing sounds like a partisan you know, snow job it, here. Yeah. Except yeah. for they did the whole heroic thing. In other yeah, words, who are the people making these decisions and can we replace them? Because they're screwing up on both sides of the issues here. Uh, mm. Third grade social studies teachers have been required to educate kids about the life of Keller, who, despite being deaf and blind, graduated from college, lived a life of activism and authorship... <clears throat> but she didn't make the work groups list this time, and students in other grades aren't required to learn about her life, so you'd never hear about her. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? Hey, uh, just like Helen Keller, right, kids? Who? What? Uh, I've never heard of her. I I mean, that's silly. That's silly. <laughs> Removing figures like these from the curriculum doesn't forbid them from being taught, but just means they're no longer mandatory. Also, the streamlining of the curriculum won't affect textbooks or other instructional material, which the board isn't updating. And I think those aren't aren't the books aren't the 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 actual textbooks written in California. <laughs> so why didn't Clinton, Keller, and several dozen other historical figures make the cut? Dallas Morning News spoke with two teachers from the group. Uh, both said the state required students to learn about so many historical figures that it resulted in rote memorization of dates and names instead of actual learning. Eh. Okay. Uh, That's part of the dumbing down process, I think. We can expect our kids, I think, to learn uh, a lot of different things. They do it homeschool. The 15-member work group came up with a rubric for grading every historical figure to rank who is essential to to learn and who isn't. The formula asks questions like, did the person trigger a watershed change? Hmm. Let's, did Helen Keller trigger a watershed change? Did Hillary Clinton uh, trigger a watershed change? Maybe. Was a person from an underrepresented group? And will their impact stand the test of time? Oh, not that. Ugh, that definition. Uh-huh. Out of 20 points, Keller scored a 7 and Clinton scored a 5. Oh, Scored right. less than Helen Keller? Did you stop? Eliminating Clinton from the requirements will save teachers 30 minutes of instructional time. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even worth a half hour of teaching. And about. eliminating Helen Keller will save them 40 minutes. <laughs> That is awesome. Okay, I'm kind of on board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to break it I'm down. I'm sorry. Hillary is not worth half an hour of my time. Now, that's true. No. When you say it like that. <laughs> I know. I'm almost okay with it now. <laughs> All right. I stand corrected. 
Uh, keep going, school board peeps. Uh, <laughs> jeez. So they kept slavery, they kept eugenics, and they kept the Alamo heroes. So that's good. Uh, they kept the Judeo-Christian heritage. Um, Texas Values, a conservative Christian political advocacy group, sent representatives before the board this week to speak out against removing the descriptions. On Friday, they applauded, applauded the uh, board's decision to keep them. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they kept them. That's, I mean, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they they are really fighting to you know to keep the Texas Values in here and the American values in here that the, con- the country was founded on. And I know. Atheists don't like it, but if you read the words that the founders spoke, oh, no. you will know that they built this country oh, no, don't not say on it. rock and roll, don't say it, but on Christian Judeo values. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. They did. Wow. They built this country on Christian Judeo values. It doesn't really work in the form of the song, does it? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, digging just a bit deeper <laughs> into these recommendations uh-huh. of the curriculum in Texas. Okay. This is unbelievable. Here's some of the changes the board approved last Friday. Now, they still have till November to amend this, but they approved replacing San Jacinto Day, which is huge in Texas. Texans are not going to like that. San Jacinto Day is the day that Sam Houston and his forces routed the mexican army in 18 minutes that is the texas equivalent to yorktown yeah to the revolution it it ended the war it it achieved texas independence um it's what followed the alamo it's the next big big battle in that war and it ended the war i mean they captured santa Ana in that battle they uh killed and took a prisoner Thousands of Mexican soldiers with a with a lesser force. I mean, it was one of the most decisive and amazing battles in world history. Eighteen minutes yeah. it took him to to defeat the Mexican army. So that's San Jacinto Day. It's a pretty big deal here, um, but they're going to replace it with Constitution Day in a section on the origins of customs, holidays, and celebrations of the community, state, and union. Okay. Uh, they're going to remove Helen Keller, they think, uh, from the section on citizenship. They're going to, uh, in grade four, remove Poteet Strawberry Festival from a section. Whoa. I That what? pisses me off. The, if, what? If you remove the Poteet Strawberry Poteet. Festival, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the state. I'm not. I can't. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, how do we cope without the Poteet? I don't know. First of all, I don't even know what the Poteet Strawberry Festival yeah. is. Hold so on. how can I live without it? Oh, look at you acting like you don't. How do you uh, spell it? I'm kidding. P-O-T-E-E-T, Strawberry Festival. Okay, let's just take a look here. They're learning this in fourth grade, and we don't even know it. Yeah, we... Oh, speak um, for yourself. 
Oh, look at this. Just <laughs> below uh, San Antonio. And, of course, it's held annually. At Poteet? In April. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. a, it's a festival, as you know, that has 14 areas of continuous entertainment. Duh. Featuring concerts with nationally known country, western, and Tejano stuff. Okay, you got to get rid of this <laughs> yeah, right. event. So why would you, I don't know why you would teach that in the first place. Yeah, in, really, that's silly. In grade five, they're going to amend the section on the Civil War to recognize the central role of the expansion of slavery in causing the Civil War. Good. Uh, and other cont- contributing factors, including sectionalism and states' rights. Hmm. It really wasn't about states' rights, but... We won't go there right now. Um, reinsert requirement to learn about the William B. Travis letter and uh, the reference to the heroism. Yep. We talked about that. Uh, for U.S. government in high school, they recommended these things be removed. But now they're going to reinsert references to Judeo-Christian values in the section on major intellectual, philosophical, political, religious traditions. They're going to reinsert the biblical figure Moses... And remove Thomas Hobbes from the section of individuals whose principles of law and government institutions informed the American founding. For world history, the work group recommended these be removed. Get this. Um, Removing references to the German invasions of Poland and the Soviet Union, the Holocaust, the attack on Pearl Harbor, the Normandy landings, and the dropping of the atomic bombs? You would remove that? What in you, the world? You can't remove that. Come on now. So they they recommended they be removed. I think the group decided to reinsert them. Reinsert Arab rejection of the state of Israel <laughs> has led to ongoing conflict in oh. the section on the rise of independent movements in Africa, the Middle East, and South Asia. Reinsert the reference to Judeo-Christian legal tradition. All right. And then in U.S. history from 1877 in high school, they're going to remove the phrase, describe the optimism of the many immigrants who sought a better life in America. Hmm. Yeah, you don't want to talk about the immigrants being optimistic of coming to America. Why would you talk about that? No. Uh, They're going to add Dolores Huerta to a section on Dolores Dolores Huerta. That is awesome. How do you spell that? Uh, Dolores, and then H U E R T A to a section on significant leaders who supported various rights movements, including Martin Luther King, Cesar Chavez, and more. Oh, good. Did mm-hmm. you say they got rid of Thomas Hobbes? Yeah, got rid of Thomas Thomas Hobbes. They put Moses back in, though. So they got rid of Thomas Hobbes, <laughs> but they put in Dolores Huerta, mm-hmm. American labor leader. Yeah, and this is Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beto's going to win. <laughs> And then, of course, the recommendation to remove Hillary from the section on the contributions of significant political and social leaders in the United States, such as Andrew Carnegie, Thurgood Marshall, Billy Graham, and more. And and we and Hillary. And not making the cut was the Poteet Strawberry Festival. Right, right. We're sure. We're pretty sure Poteet didn't make it. Boy, that hurts. I know. Do we have time we, for? We should talk about that maybe again earlier on on okay. Thursday because that's that's amazing stuff. Do we have time for clip five uh, before you leave here? Because uh, I mean, I know you got something else important over there, but uh, clip five, the uh, yeah, the the so a guy tweets prime to minister. Me. It's not a prime no. minister. It's a parliamentary yeah, member. Yeah, a guy tweets to me last night um, uh, from Canada. And uh, there's this video, there's this, you know, basically this uh, touchy-feely liberal guy who wants to make sure that we don't, you know, we, we're very inclusive with our terms. And so he's mm, trying to get people to, to use, instead of fishermen, uh-huh. to describe people that, that fish as fisher folks. 
Sure and he pulls. can't even keep it straight. All right, let's see that. I had a conversation with someone who would love, they're, they're, the fishermen would love, fisher folks would love to have access to Europe like our Canadian fishermen do. Fisher folks do, excuse me. <laughs> twice, twice, he's twice it up. in thirteen seconds. All right, like our fishermen, uh, fisher folks, uh, like all of our fishermen, uh, fisher folks do. So stupid. So stupid. I mean, he just proved how stupid that effort is. <laughs> he can't even moron. <laughs> fisher folks. No, I'm sorry. I'm never saying fisher folks. No, no, I'm oh. not saying that. Do you say? Do you say mail carrier? No, I don't. I, don't I say either. mailman. I don't even say. <clears throat> I don't even say flight attendant. I still say stewardess. Oh, you I must bastard. be a chauvinist pig, huh? You bastard! Right? Oh yeah. my god! And I won't say actor. I'll say actress if you're a chick. Oh, oh, my, oh, a uh-huh. chick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you use that archaic yep. lingo as well. Sure do. Oh, uh, what else wow. is there? Fireman. I think I still say fireman, firefighter. I um, say fire person. Fire person. Do you? <laughs> you say police officer instead yes. of policeman? Yeah. Yes. I think I might do that one too. Or law enforcement <laughs> officials. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. You've had a lot of practice. Is Mr. Leadfoot, so obviously you've been able to put that to the test. Yeah, and a couple of them that have pulled me over have been uh, the female variety. At least they uh, appeared to be. I don't know what they identified as. I have no idea. I didn't ask. And you didn't ask. I did not ask. Really? I'm not like sure. Just be a Are you supposed to ask now? There. Uh, excuse me, officer. How do you identify? Maybe I should ask that. Yeah, and you know if you say sir or ma'am. Right. Or earlier we learned there. They. They and them and there. Because we got to change that from plural to singular now. So that it fits, because you can't call him him and her anymore. You know what I want to do right now? Uh, go I want to go to the Poteet Strawberry, Strawberry Festival. Festival. Let's just, I mean. Just eat ourselves into a coma and then forget everything that's going on. It's not till April, it's, though. Uh, dang it. But it's south of San Antonio, did yeah. you say? You want to go down there for that next year? Yeah, absolutely. We'll oh, okay. go to the Poteet Strawberry well, Can we do a live remote from there? Why not? Sure. I'm going to say yes. I mean, it has no respect left in the schools in Texas. So right. We could get it, give us some pub. <sighs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, you can use all that again tomorrow and actually Thursday. Uh, Why? I have a funeral to go to tomorrow. Very good friend uh, passed on. We talked about him before. He had really severe uh, stage four cancer yeah. for a couple of years, and he passed away last weekend. So. We'll hold the fort down. For so, yep. Uh, so, I'll see you on uh, Thursday back here. I think uh, Jason Buttrell will be filling in tomorrow. Indeed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.